Cindy Lauper was kind of like the beacon of like middle fingers up and just doing your own thing and loving yourself. You're the first person to have a really good time in an outfit as far as I'm concerned. And I've dressed as Cindy quite a bit in drag. I am a girl that likes to have fun sometimes. lovely listeners. Welcome back into The Workroom, a podcast dedicated to Project Runway, which is a show that's unleashing a tornado of sleep-deprived designers into the garment district at like 6.45 a.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. Um, I am Ernest. And I'm Nayland. Yes, Nayland is back. It is so great to have you back on the podcast, Nayland, as always. Um, and, and also at the top, I'm just going to remind everyone Send in any questions you have for us, any gossip, any feedback, anything like that to our official Gmail account in the workroom at gmail.com. And that is I in the workroom at Gmail. And of course, follow us on facebook.com forward slash forward slash the workroom and on Instagram at workroom podcast. And of course, we also have our cheat sheet. There's a link to that in our show notes. And I will prompt you all when it's time for that. And you can also find a link to our bracket battle update that is um, up to date as well. We've, you know, already lost one person kind of dramatically. And um, I think that's about it at the top. And um, and since Naylin, since you weren't on for our last episode, um, if you have anything to share and um, and also, well, I guess we ought to start off top because I know people know of this really sad news of Scott Patrick passing away. And um, mm-hmm. we've gotten some really nice notes uh, in, in Facebook and on the Instagram of people kind of getting the news because it was kind of sudden um, and very recent and uh, yeah, very, very, very unexpected. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I, yeah. I mean, at, at this at this point, the um, his his representatives have said it was a heart attack mm-hmm. um, and that he uh, and that he passed in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it, uh, you know, we'd sort of jokingly had nicknames for mm-hmm. him and stuff, but I think, you know, one of the things that was, um, really nice about, and, and continues to be, you know, important about the show is that, um, I guess I always think about TV shows more as like places that you want to go back to. Like successful TV mm-hmm. shows almost feel more like a location that you want to go back to again and again. And part of that is the people that you're going to find there. And I think one of the things that um, uh, that I always really liked about Scott's appearances and that I sort of missed recently is that, you know, it, it was like affable and sweet and Mm -hmm. short it's not like he was given a lot to do on the show but um there was something um kind of like homely and fun about him so yeah i mean because i i it's something that i didn't really notice until and there have been a lot of homages on social media um and i've been looking for more articles and there are a lot of I would say industry publications that have been 
publishing an obituary or even just uh, updates about his passing. But mm-hmm. people have been putting up their own videos of them with with Scott Patrick, mm. either, you know, behind the scenes or on a shoot. And of course, since, you know, he was working until he passed, there are a lot there are a lot of videos from the past week kind of showing how fun and and joyful he was. And of course, those are those are cameras. But I totally agree. Everyone gets especially in hair and makeup, you get a second. But um, you can kind of also tell that there was a rapport with the designers or just kind of how you describe what you're doing. And he brought this, um, I don't know, this is very, very remarkable flair to everything where you could tell there is a lot of skill there, but also there is some, there's a lot of passion and Mm -hmm. it's fun. Just, just a lot of fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if the, if, if, if the show at its best is about rewarding competence mm. and and no i mean that yeah. in the in the highest sense like yeah. people who are who you know are skilled at their craft um uh doing their best you know he's one of the people who also embodied that right right yep no i totally agree yeah um so yeah and I, um, I mean, and maybe this is a way to sort of segue into the and in, into my thoughts about like the last, um, the last episode, mm-hmm. um, because I think, as I said, like that's sort of what I went to the show, what I go to the show for is that sense of people being challenged, having to call on their skills, and um, and. Uh, and 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 pulling through with that, mm-hmm. and I and I worry about um, the ways, the times that the show starts to drift into um, a lot of other reality television, mm-hmm. which is when it becomes about like people thinking about their own storylines yeah. and th- people thinking about their, um, you know, their camera presence and their and. Um, and there, uh, and and then the and then the show sort of building around um, drama and conflict mm-hmm. that isn't really based in whether or not somebody's capable. Yeah. And so I feel like that's where we ended up going last week with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the the difference between. Um, and and you know, uh, like <laughs> the difference between um, whether or not that was whether or not his thing was like a read of Carly. It's mm-hmm. like I, I, you know, of course the Kushners are odious, and we talked about it actually when um, she was announced as as the replacement host for Heidi. That right. there's, you know, that they have that that you know that that she is part of that family but also there's tension between the you know there's tension between the brothers mm-hmm. and there's you know what her role in all of it is is one thing or another i don't necessarily i'm not going to defend uh, you know her one way or the other but i do really feel like his like thing was really a kind of 
a moment of nervousness mm-hmm. um, that could possibly have been shade or was kind of possibly trying to like rescue his position. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, but subsequently the fact that he's kind of like doubled down on it being like shady and I don't care, you know, I'd say what I want. Mm-hmm. And, and then also like putting out a fucking t-shirt with the quote. Yeah. You know, it's like it. It is. Um, it's the thing that really is sort of delightful and flies on RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. but does not really, I think, on Project Runway. And that's not to it, that. I kind of actually don't really like it when that goes on on Drag Race either. When yeah. it's like the when the contestants are just encouraged to like go for each other and. Um, and, and get really vicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I just felt like, um, you know, even if Tyler thought he was making something that was, um, you know, Ralph Lauren, classic Americana, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't, it was shitty. Yeah. No, <laughs> it, know, was it was unequivocally bad. It was like not a good thing. <laughs> And then ultimately, above and beyond all of this, I, 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 you know, a couple of days after it happened, I was like, hey, wait a minute. Like, all of that stayed in the cut of the show. Yeah. Like, all of that stayed in the broadcast yes. of the show. Uh-huh. And, and there's no way that, like, there's, there's no way that anything is going to happen to Carly that is serious Mm-hmm. And still ends up in that in the final cut of that show, so that was an editing decision to make all of that like read the way that it did. Yeah, yeah. You know, do I believe that she cut her eyes at him the second he brought it up? Of course. Mm-hmm. And I would too. Mm-hmm. It's like, who the fuck does he think he is? Right, right. Um, but at the same time, it's like, how rough could it have been? otherwise because if if it made it all the way to the final edit yeah so do you think they made it more rough or no i think that they i think that they but i think they made an executive decision to be like okay how are we going to play this yeah yeah definitely right yeah. Like what reaction shots from the back room are we going to include mm-hmm. how are we what music are we going to put underneath it right you know, it was the bumper from the, you know, v- between the commercials. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that doesn't happen by accident. No, no. And I and I think, because I I really do, th- it's so interesting because I don't think this is something that normally would happen unless you have a character. And I think of Tyler and also also thinking of Sergio or even Alan as these types of characters who have um i don't know because i i yeah i'm thinking of that because i was describing what happened to people who do not watch the show because they heard about it so everyone's heard about this especially if they don't watch the show it's going around and they they said the same thing like i can't believe they let that into the show i can't believe they edited that in and of course we all understand i think in some sense of entertainment why they would keep it there but um and the and how it played out i think people were imagining 
um, have it happen. But I was also thinking in a sense, how, how lucky for the show, because there is someone that they cast who had the gall to say something like this, but also thinking of the type of person who would say this, um, and, and hasn't said anything that egregious or something that could be misconstrued or even, um, something that would get a reaction, um, in a way that is, you know, it will, you know, with a veneer of disrespect, I would say, um, there is this, there is a thread of delusion that I'm wondering if they're looking for. And I'm only thinking of how mm-hmm. this is becoming, um, a, it, you can see in the edit how, how Sergio is getting that edit now yes. of, of this delusional designer who we can catch saying things that are just flabbergasting, but they can say with a straight face because there is something within them that doesn't, that believes what they're saying but mm-hmm. also is more concerned with defending themselves or perhaps saying something that's quippy or, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, and, and I think when Tyler did that, it was, it just felt like, yeah, this is, um, this is sort of like once in a lifetime chance for them to <laughs> it's like use yeah. this moment and have it be maybe, maybe, um, no, I, no, I, I, well, it, yeah, and- yeah. And and also to be honest, it's not like Tyler stood up there and was like, "By the way, your sister-in-law and mm-hmm. your brother-in-law are like incompetent trust fund kids who are ruining the country and mm-hmm. and spreading insidious policies yes. around the world at the behest <laughs> of their demented father." Like like if we were going to talk about like going after the Kushners, exactly. Like this was not a you know he mentioned their name, yeah, which like enough you know right. for people to get like all all in a hug all in a tizzy anyway, that's I, I mean it does reveal the the kind of double think that i think does go on in an industry like fashion and goes on in a lot of other um industries including ours where yeah. people are do not know how to handle when wealthy people um expect you to shut up mm-hmm. about um, them doing what it is that they want to do because they also happen to like own your work exactly. or have bought something or, or will continue to buy something. Right. So Tyler said nothing that would endanger his client base. Oh no, absolutely not. I mean, you if know? anything, I'm, I think he missed an opportunity to actually make a, an original garment. Like why put this on a, on a shirt? You should right. have made a dress right. yeah. <laughs> or something and put this yeah. on there. And, but... and it's like, and, and also what are you going to do when we've already had, um, you know, what's her name? Wear that jacket that said, you know, I don't do you, care. You care? You? I don't. Yeah. 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 So, so it's man, like, there's, yeah. Who, there... is, who is like, you know, coming for who in that situation. Right, right. And I've, you know, it, and, and to bring up that jacket, it, it I kind of felt this, this in the same same sense because there's so much not being said um, in very little. And because, it, you know, our political culture is so fraught and there are a lot of, um, I don't know. I, I think there there there's a lot of room for misunderstanding, but also there's a lot going on. So even in just the word Kushner, there's just so mm-hmm. much there. And so even even with that jacket that Melania wore on the on the plane, I've heard explanations for that that made no sense whatsoever. Um, right. But still, it says so much because of when and where it happened and where she was going. 
know, going to the border, wearing this jacket yeah. from H&M. Um, and then even on the show, in, in, in thinking about what this that whole episode was trying to say about um, perhaps global warming or climate change and how mm-hmm. the fashion industry really, really is dealing with something that is an existential crisis for them. Mm-hmm. And one of those, it, yeah, just kind of highlight the moment we're in where you have to you have to juggle a bunch of things at one time. <laughs> and, right. And everything right. is important. Um, but yeah, yeah. So much. man. <laughs> and listeners, if you have more to say about that, please, because I have to say, so I know, Naylan, you and Patrice are not on Facebook, but I posted the the T-shirt on our Facebook page. Uh-huh. And I think the conversation is still going on. It is it has it has had the most posts, I think the most reactions and y'all are hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to say there have been some hilarious memes. And but I you know, this is something that I think kind of broke if there is a fifth wall, kind of broke that wall <laughs> and uh-huh. is a part of a you know, I don't know, a pretty big conversation, but Tyler dug his foot in there um with this t-shirt but also you know we didn't bring this up but even design wise the design on the back didn't make any sense it looked like an eye chart and i'm just like is that a read you know is that shade i got so confused by a lot of how this was handled yeah i mean all of this would have been a much more interesting conversation if tyler was actually a better designer yes you know Mm -hmm. that's that's and and i mean you know no shade to Patricia. I know, you know, she she was pretty <laughs> adamant about picking him, but I was like, this guy is a mess. Oh and, man! And in more way than one, in more ways than one, in this sort of the political tone deafness that seemed to be there in his drag. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the all of it just seemed like of a piece. Anyway. Yes. Yes. Um, we could go on all day about this, um, <laughs> but there is another episode to talk about. Yes. <laughs> So let's so let's get into yeah. it, and um, yeah, this yeah. is a pretty a pretty special one as well. Um, we start off on the runway with Carly hitting a real hard pose behind the scrim. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes around, you know, and then out from the ether floats a voice that says, "Hey, Carly," mm-hmm. <laughs> and lo and behold, another figure pops up behind that scrim. And mm-hmm. I think some of the designers could figure out who it was, but there's like a giant mohawk on top of a little tiny body and the figure hits another like hard profile <laughs> pop pose. And it's kind of, it's obvious it's Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. um, Cindy Lauper comes out from behind the scrim. Yeah. Kind of wide eyed and be like, I guess <laughs> I'm here. Well, she hits the pose. <laughs> she hits the pose. It's on the cover of um, she's so unusual. Okay. Yes. Yes, it's, it is an iconic pose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and once again, Carly makes other human beings look like hobbits. I mean, like like, like Cindy. Cindy looks four Cindy foot does two. Does not even come. Her eyes do not even come to Carly's shoulders. No, no, not at all. And I think, and she's wearing like gigantic boots, you know, with yeah. heels, and Carly's still yeah, yeah, yeah. just towering, towering above. Um, but yeah, but you know, uh, Nancy, I don't think could be any happier 
Nancy mm-hmm. is to me. I, I'm I'm trying to describe the levels of happiness with Nancy, and I think this is like Muppet mode. Like she's at happy yeah. Muppet mode. Um, and we and and so Cindy Lauper comes out. She is an Emmy, Tony, Grammy award winning artist. We all mm-hmm. ought to know. And um, she's just an Oscar shy of an EGOT. I didn't know the that she fucking goss. I mean, like goddess. I know. I mean, it's just it is incredible to have her on i loved her just up top i just have to say i loved her on this episode Mm -hmm. um and she's going to be a guest judge thank god so carly intros the the challenge for everyone and um but it starts with cindy whopper giving a rundown a little bit of her background with fashion and Mm -hmm. also um her um, amazing outfits that she made herself um, at the beginning of her, well, actually throughout her yeah. singing career. And we get a slideshow, a little bit of slideshows of her looks on the back scrim. And she goes through, like, this is the hardware I wore, hardware that I wore and all the amazing tool that I put on because I was a small figure and I wanted to just make myself bigger on stage and, and just kind of going through mm-hmm. um, her start from a vintage store. And, and I have to say, I, I, I watched or I listened to the interview she did after this show with um, Christian Siriano, because Christian Siriano has that after show mm-hmm. thing with the eliminated designers, but he also interviews Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. And she described basically having to choose between fashion design and singing. Mm. And she chose singing. Mm-hmm. Because it took off a, 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 I mean, way faster than I think her, you know, design career would have would have taken off of. But basically, she was like, I, I was sewing everything. I was backstage making my costumes, then getting on stage performing in those costumes, and it got to the point where s- someone, like maybe a manager, was like, you can't, you can't keep doing this. And mm-hmm. and she said it in a way where she just kind of was like, yeah, you know, it was great. Like maybe I should have been a, de- a designer. <laughs> <laughs> rather than mm-hmm. this amazing iconic singer that I became. Um yeah, anyway, but yeah, so th- we also get to see how important Cindy Lauper meant to our dear dear Jeffrey. Yes. And we see more pictures of Jeffrey and mm-hmm. Jeffrey used to dress up as Cindy in drag. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, we're learning so much about Jeffrey. I'm, yeah. he's becoming an endearing character to me and just like, just, just a, an endearing person, even though he's always shades of purple <laughs> and I'm always worried. Well, he, yes, clearly his feelings run very deep Yeah, and he's, and he gets like, yeah, it's, it's like super important to him. Yeah. Yeah. And very important to Nancy, I think, but we don't really hear from Nancy. Nancy is just mm-hmm. losing her mind. Um, I also thought it was interesting in how the both of them introed. So Carly talks a little bit to intro Cindy and they use this phrase comfortable enough in my own skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, 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 you know, I think it was like a, a nice motif, but it really didn't tie into the challenge that that's coming up. But I also, um, in terms of where this show is going, you know, kind of let's get a little bit meta here. And we know that the Lifetime show with, with in the days of Heidi and Tim sometimes devolved into really long form commercials. Mm-hmm. And this one came close because, yes, you know about the, the psoriasis pharmaceutical yeah, product. Yeah. Okay. I mean, those, those ads have been running actually on Lifetime. For, oh, for, for I, not on, on Lifetime on Bravo. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, okay. Yeah. For a while. 
Yeah, yeah. So Cindy's in those um, in those ads, and I'm just really glad that they didn't mention it during the show. But I guess it's enough <laughs> that it runs in between each segment um, on Bravo TV. But um, so the the actual challenge is that they create a modern collection inspired by Cindy Lauper. So collection means this is a team challenge, and they are to fuse punk and pop from the '80s. But, of course, in a modern present day look based off of Cindy Lauper's style. And um, they have their pick their team time, which includes Brandon Maxwell's Plexi Purse. (laughs) So Uh and Victoria, since she won and has immunity, she gets to pick which team she wants to join after they form. Mm -hmm. So we have team one. And it's so great because after a few names, Cindy was naming the names, but then Cindy got to Die Young's name and. Uh, Carly kind of took over from there. So mm-hmm. they get Jeffrey, Brittany, Delvin, Die Young, and then Nancy, who is now at peak Muppet level, just waving mm-hmm. at everybody. And then we have Team 2, which is Melanie, Marquise, Sergio, Chelsea, and Shavi. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a quick question. How, yeah. how, um, we've, it's been said on the show a number of times, but how old is Nancy? Oh, Nancy is 64. Okay, so she's like two years younger than Cindy. Yeah, yeah. Like part of the reason why she's like super excited about this is like they're the same age. Yeah. You know, and it's and so it's like and and so Nancy is the girls just want to have fun generation. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, because and that's something that she'll say throughout the episode. Like she lived the eighties. Because I'm and I was just I'm like I want to know what that means. I want to know more. Can we just get a little more background of Nancy? Even though mm-hmm. we all know she was like I was a single mom in the eighties, but I lived them. Mm-hmm. Um, because so far, of course, we have her as like this corporate maven. Um, but you know, you know, Nancy is like a a gigantic fan. Um, right. And then Victoria chooses Team One. Mm-hmm. which I was a little surprised at. And so was Shavi, who is part of team two um, because Shavi kind of goes down and describes why some of the people on the, on team two um, are just kind of like a, a meltdown waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. And I also noticed that everyone on my bracket is on one team. <laughs> and on team one are the people that I passed over because of you know because I was worried about their tendency them melting towards down melting down yes yeah yeah um yeah anyway th- but this still worried me I'm like oh gosh they're all on one team mm-hmm. so all right we had to uh let's see here we do head to the workroom for their team sketch time. Mm-hmm. And here, you know, we kind of see the dynamics form and the dynamics yeah. started off kind of not similar. I wouldn't say, but, but conceptually it seemed as if they all had been going from somewhere from black and white with a pop of color. And I don't right. really understand how it is that they got to such a similar place. Um, but we do have team one first that we're kind mm-hmm. of rotating around and it, it is, they're all over the place. Everyone's talking over one another. Uh, everyone's kind of yelling and what it seems, it seems as if they kind of come to a consensus 
once the two people who actually knew what they were doing started speaking up. So Delvin seems to have a sketch pretty early on. Mm-hmm. And so does Victoria. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, I, um, can I just say, yeah. I'm not surprised because it is, is the exact same <laughs> garment that she has already made. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> like four other times. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Can I say, but... <laughs> I saw that sketch and I was just like, are you kidding me? Really? It was <laughs> like shoulder pads nipped into the race. <laughs> I'm thinking there's going to be lots of straps. <laughs> like there'll be straps and it's, that go but... back and forth when you go out on, yes, uh, on, at night in Moldova. This oh, is you want you want to have <laughs> straps. You're nailing that, Victoria. <laughs> is this Victoria? <laughs> or is this nailing? You're... <laughs> this is this is my curse that I can do accurate. Im- impersonations, <laughs> impressions of people who are never like famous enough that the impressions would make me any money. But still, I feel like <laughs> if you can nail a Moldovian accent, because <laughs> it is so difficult, you know, it could, it could, you could go far with that nailing. You know, it, mm. it's not as if you have mm. reached, you have reached peak famousness yet. You're gonna yeah. take this; is gonna give you the edge. <laughs> okay, there we go. I will. I'll. I'll work up a hot five on. Like Moldovian <laughs> fashion jokes. Yes. Anyway, so anyway, yes, yeah. they they get right down to it. In part because um, Delvin and Victoria are the same. They're like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and I don't really care what anybody else is gonna do. And exactly. Uh, uh, why do I even bother? Like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Yeah, because Delvin's like, I want to print than Victoria, but still. Yeah, yeah, because Delvin kind of I don't know how he got in there. It was like, I want to print. I, I just need a print. And um, Nancy picks up on that and goes, okay, so if you want a print, we're all fighting over colors and a palette, then you find a print that you like, and then we'll pull our colors Cult. off of that print. Right. Right. Yeah. Which seems like a sensible idea that one could do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you weren't in um, a heap of, you know, just wild children, just who still are, no one's listening to each other. But I I did think that that was very sensible Mm -hmm. amongst this, like, you know, I don't know, just everyone just cramming ideas in together. So then we have team two and uh, on my bracket, my Sergio runs, Mm -hmm. runs to the front of the class and immediately starts manipulating and, you know, just kind of, pointing around the classroom and going like, oh my God, why don't we all do what we do best? All right. So y'all do basic things and I'll do my dramatic, you know, mm-hmm. whatever thing that will always be last. It's just, yeah. I, and Like, like a Libra do. You know, I mean, I'm like, okay. So I don't want to offend anyone out there who loves this stuff, but when people say, you know, cause I'm a Libra, you know, I just, I, I, it, it is it is a pet peeve. It is becoming a pet <laughs> peeve of mine because I'm okay, first of all, I am a Gemini and when I say that to people because they ask and I'm like it doesn't mean anything. I'm a Gemini. Who cares? And then they go, "Really? You don't seem like a Gemini." I'm like, "See, that's why it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter." <laughs> anyway, cuz when Sergio goes, "I'm a Libra." I'm like, "No, I think you're just a psycho. I just I think that there's just something <laughs> deeply psychologically wrong with you." And that's not Libras. That's unfair to Libras. Anyway. <laughs> but he he does that thing that I really hate when people just kind of he gets really fake and 
points out what people are doing. So he gets bossy, but under the veneer of like, I'm being diplomatic and I'm just kind of pointing out the best thing in everyone so I can do what I want to do, essentially. So, um, because so he points at Shavi and he's like, You do a cocktail dress, and then points at Marquise and like, You do really great sheer tops. And I'm like, Does he? And then it's so it's 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 kind of this, um, this little thing where they're lined up in a row, they're taking turns, they're they're very sensible, and they're saying Mm. yes to each other, they're they're kind of listening. But, um, I have to say, I was really worried because Sergio's sketch was mm-hmm. un it it just it looked like nothing it was just mm-hmm. like a blob it was it was like a, some type of rounded shape and some pants mm-hmm. like there's no detail in there and then we have Chelsea who points out your sketch isn't pop or 80s or right. Cindy Lauper <laughs> right so yeah oh my gosh just just kind of kind of worried here mm-hmm. um Anyway, so we yeah. anything else to say and, about the sketching time? Well, also, and then there's Melanie, who is also a person who is in this competition. Oh, I'm sorry, who who's that? <laughs> who was you said a a ma, a mama? Ma? Uh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Wait, did I even write her name down? People. I think I did. Okay, yes, I did. So, so. One of the nice things about this, um, one of the nice things about this episode is that they give us a lot of pictures of of Cindy in a lot of performance outfits, mm-hmm. and it and and it serves to underscore. And maybe this is jumping the gun a little bit. It serves how to it serves to underscore how completely timid these designers are. Ooh, yeah, say more. And and also it shows that people have an idea. People get an idea of a decade in a head in their head, mm-hmm. and or or something that's attached to a word, and um and then they are unable to dislodge that from like what their presupposition is. Mm-hmm. So I'm a old. And and Uh-oh. I, <laughs> I mean, well, that's how ne- you know, you it in, up. <laughs> in less than a month, I will be sixty years old. So I'm not that Yay. far behind, Cindy and and uh, and um, and Nancy and Nancy. Nancy and I and I you know used to work at a at a clothing store in Soho in the late seventies. So I know exactly. Mm-hmm what Cindy was like buying or what thrift store she was going to. Like we, like I've worked at a vintage shop Mm -hmm. and it's look at the pictures, like, like um, listeners go back and look at all these pictures that they have of Cindy performing and then look at what ends up on the runway in this episode. And it, it is so, um, so off the mark, mm-hmm. I think, ac- across the board. Um, and it's because people have this idea of like that the 80s, like the thing that they're thinking about as the 80s is like the Pointer Sisters hmm. jump video. Like oh, they're yeah. thinking they're thinking about like a jumpsuit 
with like that's a, like a hot fuchsia with like angular uh, you know angular shoulders and um and uh you know and 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 hips mm-hmm. and that is totally not it, it is it is it might be the pop of the time but it is certainly not the punk of the time right right you know and um and and it isn't doing what Cindy said she was doing with her clothes at the beginning of the episode so yeah. anyway that's yeah that's my little tirade there but one thing that's interesting is that like as they do cutaways to the designers um Brittany says that she did she did her internship with Betsy Johnson mm-hmm um, which means that actually she's she's not far off the mark in terms of like what would, um, you know, like a look that would make sense for Cindy. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, because I I just thought, why didn't you? It just okay. And I think it's so interesting because I think Brittany is there's something up with how she communicates with people, and how this could have been something that would have been a lot more productive if she had called in her experience there because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, it, it would, it, I, yeah. And I think that style and that aesthetic of Betsy Johnson and, um, oh gosh, even the, uh, oh, can't even remember the other, um, uh, famous, really, really famous stylist, just, just kind of this, like having it be fun or, even keeping it into the brief and being able to call their people out when they're kind of veering off into whatever is whatever it is that they're doing, especially calling out Victoria, who is just like, mm-hmm. you know, has her sketch together and, and we can go from those types of things and go, this is what I know and this is how, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it, yeah, they just, it just seemed as if, and also Nancy was trying as well too, to try to get a word in edgewise to perhaps have a better conversation about okay what is this pop punk thing um what is our understanding of it who's wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> and who doesn't have an idea who doesn't have a clue who needs right. help well so. the problem that we get to with Nancy however is that she's not a she's she's like a number of other people who have been on the show She's a get a bunch of materials together and see what I make out of them designer. She's oh, yeah. not a yeah, yeah. she's not a like I'm going to design my look and then I'm going to execute it designer. Yeah. Yeah. So she, in that way, it's she doesn't have much to say that's super helpful in terms of being able to focus everybody's. It's like she can't really go like, look, this is what the this is what the early 80s look is built around. It's built mm-hmm. around this. Mm hmm. So we should all come up with our version of that. Yeah, because I think that's something that it she kind of comes to, uh, you know, kind of this the, we're all out for ourselves kind of deal. Because I was thinking in my head when you have this, when you're doing your group sketch time and you have some examples there, then you can kind of, even you know, and she could have probably been really worried about whatever she was going to do or trying to do that thing of gathering everyone else's thoughts and then going off of that or waiting until mood to feel inspired by some type of fabric or the palette like you know who knows Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um it's kind of one of those things where it didn't feel like even the challenge was 
married to the idea of it being a team or group where they had to right. make something that was cohesive right. because it, because I don't know if I lost this in the brief or if this is something that I just assumed, but it definitely is something that was lost at the end. Cause I'm like, if you still don't know what you're doing, you can still have some, some influence on the aesthetic. You can still mm-hmm. have some influence on, on how these, how this collection is going to go. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But anyway, easier said than done, of course. But so let's go to mood because while team one is yelling at each other, team two is saying, thank you. And you're welcome. And mm-hmm. giving themselves hugs. And they're just like, you know, holding hands and playing right. ring around the rosy. They just love each other. So mm-hmm. um, let's go to mood where they meet up with Christian. He's mm-hmm. filled with Cindy Lauper puns, you know, um, right. just throughout the entire episode, but also gives him a lot of money. They each get three hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. <laughs> but thirty minutes to shop as a team. Right. And we don't see Swatch anywhere because I think Swatch was like thirty minutes. That is ridiculous. <laughs> you guys are terrible on your own. And now you guys have to shop as a group. I'm leaving. So yeah. yeah. I just was I was I was kind of I was worried when they only gave him thirty minutes. Like one team has no idea what they're doing. So mm-hmm. this is gonna be um a major, major problem. Yeah. And we see like tons of footage of people like hauling stuff out mm-hmm. and and really like demented ideas about what makes a good print. <laughs> you know? So what are these demented ideas? <laughs> I don't know, there's some awful like blue and and like weird blue and green thing that somebody has at one point and then the other team is all about like plaids like we're all gonna be we're it's supposed to be a plaid yeah and then they're and then their colors and they haul out a plaid that's like a tweet that's like a boucle or something yeah it's super heavy it's like way heavy (laughs) it's not gonna work so they have to figure out something else and then i think they ditch plaid all together yeah. Um because I, I I I did clock Marquise pulling out some pink uh like flannel type deal. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like I mean in a way Cindy's look is kind of proto grunge. Yeah. Um if people are going to think about it like like that. Um right. but it's uh it it is um you know the 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 black and white stripe that they end up on is um see what we would have called that at the time uh was not punk at all but new wave oh which was like what which all of that like stripe geometry was and it was thought of as a much poppier thing oh yeah but but like in like show me the outfit that Cindy is wearing in any of these pictures that is black and white stripe, bold black and white stripes or black and white at all. I just was like, yeah, is it because she was wearing an all white outfit on the runway? Cause both teams, both teams got really caught up with this black palette with, you know, a little bit of something else. And it was, I I just, I was, it was so confusing. Like maybe they cut that out. (laughs) It's no, I think it's because they get this idea that, okay, if it's going to be punk, then it should be the Ramones, oh, which is like yeah. a black biker jacket, mm-hmm. or it should be Patti Smith, which is a men's a black men's blazer and a white t-shirt and black yeah. jeans, hmm. right? 
Um, but it's it's so misses the mark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then and people are all like and then there's like the giant freak out, like when team one is in the pile oh or team chaos is all like has all of their fabric like dumped out on the floor mood and nothing goes with anything. And Christian's nothing. like, what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah. Again, not helpful. Like it's like, like I mean, it's the worst but, thing you could do, especially with. I mean, and, and I, and I, in that moment, I'm thinking, of course, you would think this would be a good idea, in the, you know, the, the very safe space of the workroom where you're far away from mood, yeah. but when you only have 30 minutes, and then you have all these people, you know, because Delvin broke off at the very beginning, and Delvin is who everyone was relying on. So Delvin's yes. like, I don't like any of the prints that you guys are using. You're gonna you're not gonna like anything I'm using. So it's of course it falls apart there, but somehow they found these hideous prints and with like ninety seconds left, Christian comes over and goes, No. <laughs> Find right. something else. Right. Um, well, and it's also I mean, Christian goes, like, do you think that print is the most modern thing that you found? Well, it's like, well, that is an excellent point. However, can we remember that like 1984 was practically 40 years ago? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, like Christian's idea of modern, you know? And like, also it's there. It's in mood. So I don't think right. using that word to describe it is helpful. You know, come back to punk. Is this the yeah. most, does this uh, reference yeah. punk in a way that is helpful to you all. Like it's just, it's not, I don't know. I, but, but I think they gave themselves, themselves a terrible task when they right. decide to choose a print in the first place. Um, yeah. Because also who says you only have to use one print. <laughs> That's yeah. another thing. So, so basically, um, you know, the other team ends up looking super good because they're all able to repress their rage. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like the, like the fact that people on on the other on team one are like expressive of their rage and chaos, exactly, and and anxiety means that they come across like they're a horrible mess. Right, right. Team two is able to like sublimate everything. Yeah, no, they're just kind of going along, looking at things, and you know their eyes are darting here or there, but also, yeah. You know, I think the I think the person who they really needed to focus on a little bit was Melanie, because all when it cuts to her, all mm -hmm. she's looking for is tool. But in my head, I'm mm -hmm. thinking that actually is a good thing to get. Um, look for some tool, Melanie. But mm -hmm. they ended up getting something that was it was not tool. I don't I don't, I don't know what it is right. that they got, but it was right. supposed to approximate tool. And it just ended up being. I don't know. Like they just got a bunch of stripes. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, that they they forgot a little bit that Melanie also was a person who was competing in this competition. Yeah. So I mean, they thought that that was just another person who was shopping in mood. Yeah, and, and they're like, wait, we're confusing. just going to shove at her these things to cut because you know, <laughs> she's oh doesn't she work here? But she's just she where's her button? Where's her mood button? Like, yeah, is she swatches dog walker? But no. yeah. So oh we get gosh. back to the workroom. Everybody's running around. Brittany is trying to impose pink on everybody. And it is like the like just horrible, dusty, irritating pink. Oh, it like, is. Like, I, I can't believe they actually 
bought that yeah. and put it in the yeah. bag. Um, I mean, kind of goes to show she just shoved it somewhere and was like, "We're gonna, we're gonna buy this." But yeah, yeah, it mm-hmm. seems as if, oh, poor Jeffrey, who is, um, gosh, what is he now? He's probably crimson at that moment. Is trying to be malleable and trying yeah. to adjust. And, yeah. uh, you know, Nancy. Jeffrey, Je- Jeffrey is a hotter pink than the pink that Brittany picked. Let's Jeffrey is probably <laughs> the best shade of pink that they should have chosen. They should have just trotted yeah. Jeffrey around mood and just like hold her arm out. Is it this? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Just find whatever shade Jeffrey is. And then that's her yeah. pop of color. So, you know. um, Yeah. Jeffrey is like this year's Pantone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jeffrey. and also just like super super emotional hard on his sleeve and we get some of his backstory oh yeah, yeah. um which is really really devastating it is heartbreaking you know yeah. when we hear about his dad like saying that he'd wished he'd had a boy yeah yeah and you know, launching things at him um, just just sounds incredibly abusive and confusing and, you know, the opposite of love. Yeah. Because um, the thing that I yeah. noticed is that Jeffrey, so Jeff, so we, because we, we, we start this when Jeffrey runs over to Victoria and just kind of hedges himself. Because I think he, I think he's um, predicting his own meltdown or mm-hmm. just in case he gets to a place where he is, super stressed out and says, Hey, um, can you help me? Um, if this happens or essentially like if, if I, if I come to you later, because you know, Victoria is probably the fastest sewer in the room, you know, we've all Mm -hmm. just hands down. Um, she and Delvin. Um, but I saw that as a way of him taking care of himself and then Mm -hmm. he, and he's on Delvin's team, but not going to Delvin because he has sense going to the other person who can give Mm -hmm. some type of sympathy and then we get this this, um, this awful story about his his father, but also in second grade, how it's there's it's indelible in his memory that Cindy Lauper essentially got him through that period of of his life as a yeah. seven year old. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so everybody, like, take a moment, pause the podcast, and go watch um the cindy lopper's true colors video Mm. you know which is from her second album Mm -hmm. um and is you know kind has has become a kind of a queer anthem in the years after it was released um but that's that's a video that's all built around kids Mm. And it is, um, you know, it's a song that I can barely uh, think about without, like, bursting into tears. But it's very mm-hmm. much about, um, you know, other people don't see you, but I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it really is, oh, you know, it uh, because something there's something about the distance of... The, well, the distance and the proximity of someone like a, like a pop star, but someone in the vein mm-hmm. of a Cindy Lauper who clearly, I mean, you know, we're kind of seeing it in, in Jeffrey, but that, that uh, it, there is just like, you know, 
obviously has never met her, but um, deeply and profoundly affected by by her. But 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 I because I I think for for me it was it was just just I don't know it was just kind of telling just how at such a young age, um, because I'm because I'm looking at the video in the background. I remember this video. Um, I don't remember if how old was I. I don't remember. But um, but it but it it's it's just something that. I don't know. Like it, it, it was, it, yeah, this is very touching. Um, but at the same time, it's, it, I'm, I'm proud of Jeffrey being able to hold it together and, mm-hmm. um, and, ch- and channel all of those things. And, and because it, it I think it's, it's kind of easy to essentially kind of let that overtake you and overwhelm, overwhelm you, especially because it is so important um, or mm-hmm. it is such an important um, relationship, essentially. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's a great video. Um, just a little, I'm just watching a little bit in, my, in the background here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's you know, and and look at what uh, also look at what Cindy's like wearing in that video. Yeah, she has a chandelier on her head. Yeah. Um, it's playful and, and it's... like a and and like a skirt made out of newspaper. Yeah. And it's yeah, I mean the inventiveness and the imagine and imagination and um and also we I, I think a lot of the of how freeing it was for him and also how freeing I, I would say the um the the essence of Cindy Lauper is. Um I think that was the one thing about this whole team challenge that kind of got lost in how fraught everyone was. Um, but also mm-hmm. it's, I, I would, I blame project runway for making this a team challenge, <laughs> 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 you know, cause I feel like it would have been so much more fun if they were able to just deal with their own stuff in their own little corners. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, and for, you know, not just for him, for me too. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember at the time it's like, there is something uh, you know, profoundly uh, queer and fun about her. Hmm. Um, even, you know, about her visual style, even though she did not herself necessarily identify as queer, it's like there, you could tell that there were like queer people in her videos yeah. and that yeah. there, there is a, um, you know, that there's a thing about outsiderness uh in what it was that she was doing mm. that was um so uh different yeah yeah anyway yeah so going going <laughs> going on from that <laughs> <laughs> i mean we can bring in an outsider christian siriano so <laughs> <laughs> he, you know it just comes from outside um, yes. Inside. He comes on in. He comes on in for, is... for crit time. Yeah. Um But he goes. He goes to team. I guess they're they're now team Stripe, since we now can see all the stuff that they bought and they got this gigantic black and white stripe. So they're they're team Stripe, mm-hmm. um, with with team captain Sergio, and mm-hmm. Sergio starts off the artist statement saying that they're playing with the juxtaposition between masculine and feminine. So then that's why we're mo- working with this bold stripe. I'm like, it makes no sense, but that's what they're saying. Right. So they're like, 
the masculine is a bold stripe and the feminine is this strong pink that they're calling magenta. I'm like, no, no. Magenta is the color of Jeffrey. That is not the <laughs> color you guys chose. So anyway, but um, I immediately thought of this when it was laying out on a table. I thought of Beetlejuice and the circus. And I feel like that's the only time in this competition that I will ever agree with Delvin. Mm-hmm. Because I wrote that down and I was like, Ugh, it just, it, where's the plaid? I, I would have mm-hmm. preferred the plaid over this. But um, they, you know, but it, it again, and I and I was worried from the very beginning, again, this very calm veneer of, uh, what do you call it? Um, oh, shoot. I'm looking for the word. Where everyone is uh, on their best behavior. And, yes. you know, Chelsea is going to do the jumper. Shavi is doing the cocktail in that stripe. And we all have our thing and we all know what we're, what we're doing. And the only thing that Christian can come at them is the stripe. And not being too similar, not being too cohesive, but not necessarily anything about their aesthetic or the designs um, outside of the print. Uh, anyway, um, and then we also have Team Two, who is now mm-hmm. Team Chaos, because yes. they're Christian walks over and they're bickering and passive aggressiving, and <laughs> Delvin's face is doing things. And um, the only person who really has something forming on their uh, their mannequin is Victoria, who is obviously right. almost done. And Jeffrey, I think right here is I described it as pleading like he was pleading for some constructive help because he was like, I don't know what color I should use. And, you know, we kind of went to mood and everything blew up. And um, I don't know. I thought Christian's advice for them was pretty helpful because they have started this what he describes as a bondage motif, but I, I think that a lot of that's going off of uh, Victoria, of what she, the hardware she already has on her, her bodice. And, mm-hmm. um, but Christian goes, and I, and this is where it kind of veered off of the, the team challenge that he's like, it doesn't really have to be anything. It just has to be cool and pop. And Cindy Lauper just has to love it. And, you know, and, and essentially it was like that. It seemed to spark something in Nancy and, Mm -hmm. and Victoria, but I also think that it was incredibly helpful to kind of lighten up the mood and to get them into a place where they just, I don't know. It just, I, I, I'm, I'm, assuming that the atmosphere over there was just incredibly tense. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. Um, we also, Oh wait, did you have yeah, something today? But you know, Nancy says, uh, Nancy starts talking about punk and her take on punk mm-hmm. and, um, and, uh, Delvin is like smirking in the background. Oh yes. This moment, you know, that is it's not so not a good look. Oh no. Nope. You know? No, it's not. It's very disrespectful. It is very yeah. condescending. And Nancy really likes Delvin. And I don't, and Delvin doesn't care. Like, Delvin doesn't care about anyone but himself, obviously. But that's another thing. I just, you know, Nancy's been so nice to you. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a really weird moment. Like, I don't get, I don't, it, you know, it, it's, I, you know, I can see being like, ugh, you know, I don't, I don't want to um, deal with like everybody's 
um, you know, everybody's internal drama. But at the same time, it's like, keep it together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think he has that type of discipline. He has a type of discipline to, you know, to 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 starch and iron his lab coat every day. But mm. when you're when he's working with or having to consider others, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we we have uh, some outgoing words from Christian and uh, apparently Cindy Lauper was not just about the clothes, but also about the styling, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I thought this meant that we were going to get a stylist to come in, but no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the twist is, is that they have to make all of their own accessories, except for the shoes. They get to, you know, use yeah. the shoes from the accessories wall, but they have to make everything else. And then, so we also have, you know, um, a collection basket. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so, so Christian takes his collection basket and goes all the way around the room and th and throws everything in that basket because what they'll do is they're going to go to the Trims and Notions store the next day and they get an extra $200 to mm -hmm. buy accessories for, well, to yes. buy stuff for their accessories on top of the $350 for the outfit. Mm -hmm. It is the most expensive challenge, I think, in all time. <laughs> it's it's, re it's really true. It's so expensive. It's, and it's so expensive. And uh, spoiler alert, like to such little effect. I know. I mean, I couldn't believe. I mean, that's the thing. So they go to the. Uh, I'm I'm jumping out a little bit. They go to a place I think called Feather and Trim. I've never mm -hmm. been there before, but. I do have to say that there are those notion stores in the garment district. This one I think was in a garment district. It looks like a place that was closer to sixth Avenue because I, I don't know if, yeah, I, I, think know if I've, I think I've been in that place and, yeah. and they're incredible and they're huge and they got tons and tons of stuff. Oh yeah. And they have all levels of things and I, I, and some things can be expensive, but Holy crap. Nice. Mm -hmm. Just $200. Yeah. I each, each anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so, okay, so Christian goes and digs around because these shady designers were hiding things from him, actually hiding their accessories, <laughs> little cheaters, <laughs> trying to cheat. Anyway, so he goes around, snatches everything, and um, I didn't mention this, but, oh, yeah, yeah I totally well, can forgot. Can you blame Melanie for hiding his, like... Can you blame Melanie for hiding his, uh, for hiding her accessories? It's like the only thing she has the going on. Only thing. When Christian took that, I was in my head. I'm like, you have just snatched Melanie's dreams away from her, out of the clutches of relevancy. Christian, this is yeah. the worst thing you could have done for her on this challenge. I totally mm -hmm. forgot about how essentially she had this really uh, dramatic leather fringe necklace. That was essentially yes. her whole outfit. Yeah. There's like a skirt and that necklace. And, yeah. you know, I was like, you're in trouble, girl. <laughs> so Definitely. So Christian leaves with um, everyone's goodies and they go back to the penthouse at the end of the day. Um, and back at the penthouse is where they all have their team meetings before the next day. To, I guess to mm -hmm. kind of figure out some stuff. And... I mentioned this because this is where Team Stripe makes a pretty, um, I would say, um, uh, a pretty important change. 
because mm-hmm. they picked up on Christian's, um, like Chris, Christian pretty much laid it on them that the stripe is a lot, and mm-hmm. there is you don't want to be too matchy matchy. So they mm-hmm. asked Marquise to make white shorts instead of this asymmetrical striped skirt that he was going to make, and he just right. says yes. Um, yeah, Marquise is way too agreeable in my opinion. Yeah, I I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So to to you know, we don't know if Marquise has a temper or if Marquise has any just strong mark um, proclivities or if or if he felt resentful in a way. Um, but Marquise is a team player, very low key. I think any of them would have been willing to say yes to change up whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and also Nancy on Team Chaos right. is feeling left out. Yes. And I think what... Ha- and then what when was she ha- tries to do something nice... Yeah, because what was happening here? Because I, I really didn't understand... There's, what, yeah. They're sort of... They seem to be sort of sitting around like, I don't, we don't know what we're going to do. It doesn't seem like they're actually having a meeting in the okay. same way that they're like... They're continually sort of like... Just like, oh my God, we really fucked up. But yeah. and, and I think that she starts saying like, um, look, you know, there's, we've got this, we've got this, we we can we can approach it this way. Yeah. And and then you get this voiceover from Brittany that's just like, I think that Nancy is just trying to make us feel good about like the shit show that we have going on, and it's not, you know, it's it's it doesn't help. Blah 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 blah. Okay, because I wrote. It seems as if like Brittany is just dead set on being upset about her lot in life, just in general. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. I I really it, it was confusing because I'm like you guys have made these decisions, so do you just want to wallow in, um, and feeling horrible about the decisions that you've made? And, yeah. And I feel like again that's why I did not choose Brittany for my bracket because <laughs> now, but but also I think is a little bit of a. Um, a, a look into her process, and I think you know she thrives on meltdowns. <laughs> so maybe I mean, you know. I, I, again, I'll point you to what I said when I picked her. It's like mm-hmm. I think you know I think that she has the sort of presence that they will keep around in the show until mm-hmm. the late innings. But I do not think that she's a strong enough designer to like even win it in yeah. any way. Yeah, I mean, because I was well. Because maybe I was just like a, it was a backhanded compliment to your bracket. <laughs> because... <laughs> I think I, I mean because Inez, like... I think this is the week where I think all of us are like, damn, I've got all these people in my bracket who you know what I just don't really like. <laughs> okay, I'm, you know like, what like, that makes me feel a little bit like better because I feel like I I feel like I chose the worst person. And then Tyler <laughs> happened, and then Brittany's coming out of the woodwork. So I, you know, like, great. I'm not the only person who's kind of regretting. <laughs> oh man, the, it's this whole crew. Man, well, if you if you want to feel better and have another and have another insight into <laughs> um, Cindy Lauper's personal style, watch the Money Changes Everything video, which is okay. like a live performance, which is really really fantastic and also like points to um what is so great about her style because she has basically on an an outfit on that should not work at all mm-hmm. but is but perfectly makes sense as a performance outfit 
Like she has a reveal. And let me just say, like, the accessories are like incredible. Oh, oh man. Um okay, so la- actually now that you've mentioned accessories, let's get to the next day. Because yeah. seriously, I think they woke up at six AM <laughs> to get to trim and feathers. Mm-hmm. Um they got there before you know, all of New York woke up. So um they're in trim and feathers and it's pretty clear that they it seems as if they all have a game plan and team chaos is getting chains and studs and team stripes is getting safety pins and spikes again not really what cindy wears (laughs) like you're not you you like are, are do you think you're like dressing like you know motley crew from like 90 i mean from like 86 like what do you think what do you think you're doing and also, like this is i mean and they're in a place called trims and feathers like you could, you could get some feathers or i mean why i and it's okay this is another thing they're all going for these sensible accessories or things that could be made into sensible things all silver yeah so it's nothing like yeah. gold, nothing, no crazy colors or anything that yeah. could be um, just a little bit off. Everything's going to yeah. match. <laughs> yeah. So. It's like, what is the name of Cyndi Lauper's first album? It's actually not her first album, but but the first album that anybody knows about. Dun, dun, dun. What is it? She's so unusual. Oh. <laughs> like, well. Like... <laughs> Like how unusual is any of this stuff? I that know, you're and it's just like even if you didn't know that, I feel like Cindy Lauper's presence is unusual. You know, like just from the moment she stepped onto that runway, you know, it's just like I don't know. It, it yeah, it just it just felt like okay. Again, I blame a team challenge because you could also talk it up to them coming to a compromise and coming to a point where. This is something that they can all work on and and be cozy and be cohesive. But I was like, you guys think you're really pl- uh, clever with these safety pins? <laughs> so. Yeah. But the truth is that, but that I'm 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 you know I'm revealing like what a big Cindy Stan I am. But <laughs> you know, it's like she her look is gender queer before the fact. Yeah. It is like every one of her outfits is a mix up like people were thinking like oh masculine feminine it's not masculine feminine it's actually butch femme yeah it's like like which is a very different thing um and like the way that she will really toss those things together and make them come alive through her performance of them is the thing that's distinctive about her yeah oh and and so okay i also have um, Sydney Lauper's uh, live performance of Money Changes Everything and um, just got to the part in the video where she starts flying over the audience in a trash can. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's like she starts performing in this like this weird like silk smoking jacket that mm-hmm. obviously is from a thrift store. She's got mismatched you know, um, high top sneakers on Mm -hmm. with like four, um, bracelets on each, on, on each ankle. Like why did nobody go the multiple bracelet route when they had to do accessories? I know. (laughs) I know. Cause she's got like 10 bracelets on each arm in this point. Yeah. 
you know, and you she know, takes the smoking jacket off to reveal like a bustier, but not a Madonna bustier, like a bustier with like a weird white fringe vest over mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. and like weird boxer shorts. Yeah, and then she's got like you know, you know, two tone colored hair and just like. I don't know. It's just, it is, it, I mean, it's a performance outfit, obviously, but it's not <laughs> at the yeah. same time, which is kind of like, that's why you could have gone crazy with this. And even at this trim and feather story, like y'all love fringe. Yeah. Um, do something with fringe or even, yeah. you know, and, and again, you know, that whoever that person was, Melanie, when she, she did not. So I, I think that that was a really good start and it could have even been something where, you know, get something leather, get something of a mm-hmm. different type of material. But, um, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, the trims and notions stuff, trims and feathers, um, wonderful, great, um, still kind of conventional. Um, we head back to the workroom. Mm-hmm. And we have a little bit of more Nancy drama. Because mm-hmm. Nancy is has an organic process. She's it's slowly coming together. Um, but it kind of it butts up against Victoria, who we all know hates people who so slowly. Mm-hmm. And Nancy is someone who's working in a way that really makes everyone nervous, especially especially Victoria, who's mm-hmm. already done. Um and then there's this amazing moment with Marquise on team stripes because you know they're all like hey how's it going how are you doing oh we're great we're all you know loving one another we're all great and he asked chelsea's like chelsea you good and then chelsea's got this confused look on her face at her sewing <laughs> machine because she's always good and she looks mm. up and was like you know what is this inquisition as to the state of my goodness like i'm <laughs> consistently great <laughs> it's like but, but the thing is like marquise isn't good and so it kind of covers up some of some mm-hmm. swirlings around him because he's starting to drape these shorts that they've all that he's compromised and has been kind of forced to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and also realizing that he has the wrong zipper and because right. he chose he was planning on doing something else where you need a black zipper. So now he's making these white uh, really fancy fabric shorts with a black mm-hmm. zipper. Mm hmm. Um. Anyway, so we move on into our model fitting time, and um, yeah. So, I, and let me just say about that, yes. like as somebody who knows nothing about sewing or about constructing garments, uh-huh. um, if I was stuck with that situation, like put the zipper on the side and make it super visible. Oh, you mean work with what you have (laughs) and adjust? Yeah. That was like kind of like a punk thing to do was to like take a thing that everybody thought was wrong and do it extra. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (sighs) oh my gosh, we can, we're going to talk about these shorts later. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get into all Yeah, we'll get into the shorts. I'm just saying. But no, you know what? And Naylan, you have no idea how to sew. That's not mm. true. Well, okay, it's not true. You do know how to sew. But, but problem solving, 
And it's one of those things. And I'm worried about Marquise. Mm-hmm. Just just in terms of that. Yeah. Um, but also the complacency with the situation and just being okay with it. I was yeah. like, I'm worried, Marquise. So, yeah. Well, and also I do know how to put a look together. You do. So, you know, there's that. And also great Instagram post today. Saw your outfit. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> um, okay. So the models come in. And, of course, we have our, oh, gosh, you know, it's like a well-oiled machine of Team Stripe. And mm. then um, the pretty independentness of, of Team Chaos. So um, we have Sergio up, who is, we get the first look at whatever it is that he's making. And it was kind of quick. But um, also, you know, arrogant as always, he has to let everyone know that, his model fittings always go well because he is the only person in the room who knows what they're doing. And, um, and then Chelsea is the one where I got a little worried because she's finally seeing that the stripes look like a circus tent. <laughs> and it's a little too late though. Um, and let's see here. I think we also have Victoria who knows that she's re- repeating her silhouette again yeah. and is yeah. doing it anyway. Yeah. So, um, but with more hardware, apparently, and more mm-hmm. asymmetry, just more of what she's been doing mm-hmm. like that. Um, Team Stripes is in a position where they can actually have their models line up next to one another. And it was at this moment where I was a little bit more satisfied because, again, they're all in my, my bracket is on this team. So, um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I was vested in it and... The stripes were broken up in ways that I thought were okay, great. They're 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 de-emphasizing the graphicness of the stripes. They're doing some, at least some interesting things with it. But I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed that Sergio's stripe looked different from everyone else's. It was a little gray. It, yeah, it does look. It, it something is up with that. I also noticed that somebody managed to reproduce. Um, I'm, let me take a, a closer look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, maybe that is, is that, um, Melanie? <laughs> so, so if you look, if you go to, um, minute 37, mm-hmm. uh, is that right? Like, no, no, I'm no. sorry. Um, 20, 28, 37. Okay. Or or twenty eight thirty. Yeah, like like twenty eight. Go to twenty eight thirty. Okay. And you'll see. Um, so is that Mel- that's Melanie's model there, who's got like some weird big bloomer pants going on? I think that is. And a and a pink top. Oh no no no! You mean the the um? Oh wait, you're at twenty eight thirty. So it's a pink top. Yeah, Asia because Asia is her model. Is that Asia? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so notice that she has managed. She managed at the Notion Shop to find exactly the same replacement accessory necklace. I mean, 
but in silver instead of in black. Oh yeah, okay, I see, I see it. Yeah, no, oh my gosh, oh and, my. And goodness. I agree with you that um, that Sergio stripes do not look black. Like the like that's that's his model who's next to Asia, right? Yeah. Because so, I, because uh, I, I clocked that because I liked the way he was placing the stripe with that huge panel in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized I'm like that's a different print, or yeah. he's using the opposite side. And oh, maybe what, that would make sense. But yeah, but also kind of like what a jerk. People are going to clock that. Like it's just it's really did did they all agree that he could use the backside or or choose a totally different print? Well, it's the finale piece. It's the Ugh. it's the big wow piece. Blech. They Ugh. all agreed to that. So gross. I can't believe they did that. I mean, he set that up. You know, they're yeah. just ugh, gross. Anyway, I just, I was I was kind of mad. I'm like, I it's gray. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, someone on that team, and I don't, I'm I'm not um, watching with the sound on. So mm-hmm. someone on that team goes, "We're looking punk as fu- you know, AF as fuck." And I'm like. I don't think yeah. that's quite the case. It's so funny. I think that was like from the um the the mouth of Melanie. Yeah, <laughs> punk the 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 movement of sensible separates. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, sportswear. That means punk, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who can forget the Sex Pistols' great hit "Activewear" in the U.S. in the U.K. Or yeah, or the the section of Macy's that's all dedicated to the Sex Pistols. Remember that? Yeah, like you just yeah, yeah. Can go to Herald Square. It's the whole punk floor. Yeah. Oh man. Um, because like so the I, I think the models leave and then they also have this this redesigning session with Melanie, mm-hmm. where they all decide <laughs> that she's gonna redo whatever it is that we saw, and use that meshy black material that's that Sergio's using for his piece um yeah and it's kind of like okay she's feeling more confident but only because the other side of the room is team chaos and i was just like that's not good Mm -hmm. don't don't use him as a foil because um the only people i think the only person on the other side of the room who really is flailing openly is Da young and Mm -hmm. she's only made what looks like to be a simple shift dress and it is what she's making is what you learn in the intermediate course at Mood. Oh yeah. I was so mm-hmm. shocked to see this. I was like this is this this is this this is like this is the project that you get to make and if you make it to the intermediate <laughs> class. And it made no sense to me. I'm like well, we have not heard from Dayoung and then we see this. And mm. I was I was shocked. I'm like I it it really ugh, is the worst thing in the room at that moment um but anyway um but anything else to say about this before we go back to the penthouse to go to sleep Mm, no i don't think so there are like people try to like help melanie out a little bit and you know it's it's um uh who is it who's saying to uh it might be um marquise who's Mm -hmm. saying what if you did something funky with that? Mm-hmm. And, and also, like, I think I think uh, Chelsea also <laughs> was like, like, "Why don't you I'm cut like, this up? Why don't you cut that yeah. up?" Yeah, I'm like, Melanie is a person who would have to take like, you know, a five hour plane trip to get into the vicinity of funky. 
Like, like this is. And she's just like, how do you even spell that? How? Yeah. Yeah. Where is, where is funky? Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Melanie. Yeah. Can you, can you take me to <laughs> a funky town? And the answer is no. Sorry. And she goes cannot. like, can you take me to uh fu- how do you, how do you say it a minimal town like funky town F- funky town melanie oh gosh and she's like i gotta clap and sing at this yeah no she's not even trying it doesn't seem like she's just kind of looking at the team across the room and going they look like a total mess we mm-hmm. all here appear to be okay and we're smiling at one another. And so therefore we're going to automatically win. I'm just like, absolutely not. Um, so I think she's banking on being safe for some reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, Melanie. Um, okay. So they go back to the penthouse. Um, it seems that since, you know, whatever they, 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 they go, they go back. Um, the sun is still up and they have another, a bunch of team meetings and, Team Chaos continues to um, drop Nancy from all, from all from yeah. their memories, yeah, and they're yeah. outside talking about makeup and hair and you know the 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 finishing things. And they go back inside, and the Marquise tells them, "He's like, did y'all have a great team meeting without Nancy out there?" <laughs> and Brittany's like, "It wasn't a team meeting. Yeah. It wasn't. She just openly lies yeah, about it." That is well, I mean, but that is some shade. That, oh, like Mark, like Mark, like that is some shade. Okay, that's shade. Like because I could totally see a situation where, like, they're out there having a drink. They're mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, okay, blah blah, and somebody goes like, well, what do you think? What do you think we should do about like, or what are you going to do about uh, about makeup? And then they get mm-hmm. into a makeup discussion. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Because it was you know, bright outside. They were just basically eating. Well, yeah. having dinner, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I see, see it. that go happening, and nobody going like, "Oh, we should go." In. Like, if we're gonna really decide this, we should go in and get Nancy and decide it. Ooh, so Marquise. <laughs> yeah, I think that was. I think that was a little bit of. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. A little bit that of instigating. Some pot um, stirring there. Yeah, because he comes in and and you know Jeffrey's like, oh no no no. The team, we, we're just kind of talking about hair and makeup and blah, blah, blah. And um, it's just, it's, it's you know, just highlighting Nancy's downward spiral from her yeah. Muppet high at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, and it is tough. I mean, this is a situation that we've seen with older designers mm-hmm. in the competition. Um, any number of times where it gets very easy for people to sort of band together generationally and it's and there's a way that it can feel kind of you know cruel yeah yeah totally um and it's something that i it's it's yeah which i i think that's where it's coming from with Brittany, um Mm -hmm. which is not not a great look i mean because she could at least have had apologized or just said, you know, um, we're sorry we didn't include you on that part of the the conversation. She just immediately gets to, cause she's, she's done. She's done with Nancy for some reason. Um, So yeah. 
All right. So um, the next morning, oh, yes, this is a morning where they wake up at the crack of dawn and they all dress in their punk outfits. What do you think about this? Team Stripe is making a a huge uh, risk in dressing in some stripes, you know? Yeah. We yeah. make everything look I mean, even more no, matchy-matchy. Yeah. So. I, I have nothing to say about this. It's sort of like, <laughs> it. It it is, um, like, I, I don't know, what it, are, are they all supposed to work, be working at Baskin-Robbins or something? Like, what's going on <laughs> here? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know? So it, the pink they're using is not magenta. It's Baskin. It Yeah, no, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I kind of, I clocked Nancy looking like Rhythm Nation. I was like, kind of the 80s, but no, it's really kinda, the 90s. Because to me, it's more, it's more Janet Jackson. I love that yes. jacket, but I was like, definitely yeah. the 90s. Um, yeah. Well, maybe late 80s. No, Rhythm Nation was the 90s. Um, oh, shoot. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. Anyway, I anyway, think, I think I actually I think Rhythm Nation is late '80s. Late '80s. Okay. All right. I think I think we just had the, um, whatever it is, 30th anniversary of it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but definitely not punk. <laughs> but no. but it's no, in, it's but, in decade. but you have it called right because all of that like, sort of military influenced like, um, chains. And stuff is like that's that's Michael into Janet mm -hmm. and to like and yeah it's it's really not Cindy. No, it isn't. It isn't at all. I mean, even though she says military at the beginning, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they've right. got everybody lined up. They're trying to figure out what to do. Christian yeah. comes in, and um, it's so interesting because when he did this to me, it's I thought it looked great. <laughs> Because <laughs> thinking of them as, it, uh, to me, it, it was like they they all were these incredibly just tall, badass looking models. Um, mm -hmm. it, it was coming, it was going somewhere, and it, it also was uh, a, a nice change from how freaking similar Team Strikes mm -hmm. was. Um, yeah. But they start a meeting about cohesion, and Nancy takes off with her model <laughs> because yeah. she's not done. Yeah, yeah. And is also, I think, over these um, little talks or that that everyone's mm -hmm. having, um, and also is just not done. So, right. And Team Stripes is is on the other spectrum, feeling amazingly well about themselves, and looking over at Team Chaos and going. You know, we did this yesterday, so we're right. we're good. We're good. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. None of, none of our people have like the guts to tell Sergio he's a jerk, so we must be in good shape. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, because he also kind of like, oh gosh, like just uh, every time he starts with some artist statement, I just want to mute my TV. Mm. But uh, yeah. So, so for one thing, can we say like this? this shrug that Nancy made. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll go into the garments in a, in a second, but I'm just saying that like looking at Nancy's look, mm -hmm. not bad. 
No. I mean, admittedly, she has the issues of like not being able to get everything done, and et cetera, et cetera. And it doesn't necessarily have a whole lot to do with the other looks. But the fact that it doesn't have a whole lot to do with the other looks and the challenge is actually kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I could see, I could certainly see Cindy in that tool, that big black tool thing with like some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great <laughs> when yeah. she put that on. I was like, you know what? Nancy's got it. And uh, again, just uh, when they lined them all up next to one another, uh, it, it was just fun. It was just mm-hmm. it was a fun thing to look at. But um, yeah. All right. So we do go to hair and makeup mm-hmm. and we get a sense of what they've all decided on doing. And everyone uh, pretty much is doing the same thing with their makeup. Team Chaos is doing a cat eye or some version of that. And Team Stripe is sticking to a, a very a versions of a smoky. And then I think uh-huh. hair, they just was like, punk. Just do punk. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they're doing. For the hair there. Um, all right. So it's time for the runway. And uh listeners, this is the time where you can click on the link in the show notes to get this week's cheat sheet. And it is in runway order. So, but on the runway, we have um, Carly Kloss coming out uh, with her power shoulder suit and her waterbed head haircut mm-hmm. because it's the 80s. So it's mm-hmm. not it's not a beachhead. It's like, you know, waterbeds. Anyway, whatever. It's fine. Anyway, and then we have our normal judges. We have Nina, Elaine, and Brandon. And at the end, we have Cindy Lauper. With that amazing mm. hair. I think she looked great. Yeah. So let's get to it. All right. Finally. So first person out on Team Stripes. We get to finally talk about these shorts. It's Marquise. Yeah. It looked I like mean, her fly was open. <laughs> it. I mean, and that's the thing, right? It's like, um, if you, you know, if, if you're going to do that, then do it. Right. Like, like, okay. If it's, if you're going to do something that is that raw or that wrong, Mm -hmm. then just like commit to it. Don't try to hide it. Because that's because, because what you're saying there is like, I know that your taste is potentially better than mine. So I'm going to like, hope that you don't notice this thing Mm -hmm. that I did. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly the opposite of Cindy's approach, right? Yeah. Because it's kind of like, like, I don't care what you notice, period, in a way. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't, yeah. it's not like I, I want this to yeah. look a certain way. It's like, I don't care. I don't think about that. Well, I'm, I'm going to make you love it. Yeah. And, and that's why I think like, you know, put the zipper on the side mm-hmm. and and make it like out front so that it's so totally clear that oh my god there's like a black zipper yeah you know or put it on the butt yeah like and and reveal it don't hide it and i mean and it's not as if he doesn't know how to do that and even you know thinking about last week with jeffrey's um kind of like bodycon dress where there is a a very very obvious zipper going up the back as a part of the design yeah and you know you <laughs> You know, this is something that should be easy for you to do as a designer is work in a zipper 
in a functional and um especially if 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 it's an exposed zipper and right. i mean brandon talked about this later but to put in a zipper that is an exposed zipper and try to hide it as if it were meant to be an invisible zipper is harder right. it's that was that's what he did was very difficult and um i think that's what makes it even worse is because he used it in a way that you're not supposed to use it and it's like you really didn't have to spend all that time trying to right. hide that zipper well, or or also is does no one have any black ribbon? Like, is there no black ribbon left over from the that jacket that he uh, made? Yeah, you know, it's like run that as like a a tuxedo stripe down the side of the shorts. Yeah, yeah. So that it's like picks up on the stripe thing, but doesn't you know? And you put the zipper in there, or you yeah, know, anyway, because if you put that stripe blah, blah, blah. down the side, then. Sergio probably would have had a conniption. I think maybe everyone was worried about Sergio coming over there and mm-hmm. micromanaging something else. But um, yeah. All right. Anyway. So next we have Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So um, what do you think about this? Okay. So I really thought when she was doing the model fitting that this was sort of, so where she had outlined the bustier with this, mm-hmm. you know, their pink fabric was mm-hmm. sort of like a basting or some type mm-hmm. of um, chalking that she was using on instead and that she was mm-hmm. actually going to put some structure and some boning into that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how I feel about the top, but I like that it was different and I like that it was something that I didn't expect. And so there is something cool about how the shoulders look like it could have been some type of backpack, but I, but uh, I kind of like that there was an element that I thought was wrong. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was most disappointed with the fact that she followed the stripes all the way down. And so, um, yeah, I, I just, I just, it, it, it was, it was, other than that, it was just fine to me. But it, it felt more circusy and then, like she didn't change anything to make it feel less circus. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's how I felt about that. What do you think? I mean, I think, um, I, I think that you don't uh i think that the choice of shoe doesn't help you out because mm-hmm. those shoes end up really reading like clown shoes on that model yeah so the circus thing is even worse i think that the back is really not considered like how all the stripes converge at oh, the back yeah and like it goes like right down her butt crack <laughs> there's yeah, like one but it's stripe also kinda... like but it but it also is sort of like terrible <laughs> it's like it's not it's just not it it feels it feels weird. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's down there, butt crack. I think this is our oh yes, um, our yes. non our non binary. Oh yes, model. yes. It's down it's down there, butt there, butt crack. But you know, it's it's interesting yeah. from the front because um, I I'm going in between the the video and and the front and our our uh, cheat sheet. But um, mm-hmm. the way they're posed in the picture on the cheat sheet um Mm. it really does not show off the pants and it 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 kind of i'm wondering about how that thing was structured because the way they walked down the runway like the the model looks a lot better but standing sitting still or even just kind of taking a photograph of it and this yeah. is like the best photo that they had of that outfit so now i'm yeah. thinking that oh it's probably like a little bit worse yeah so, also i have never seen cindy lopper in anything like that 
Who but, have, you, and, but, have you seen anyone you know, in this or anyone who could wear this? I mean, again, was that there were people. There are people in the eighties who would who would wear that, but uh-huh. uh, but it's not it's not Cindy Lauper. Um, no. and and uh, and now on to Melanie. Yeah, our 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 dear dear Asia. Who Melanie? Ooh. Who said like, um, I can't. I I can't send something that I hate down the runway, and so I have to come up with a solution. And the solution she comes up with is like a pink tube dress. Yeah. Yeah. And and her thing with architect, like like I I point you towards the thing that I said early on, which is that she uses the word architecture. Which basically means she sewed a bunch of rectangles together. Yeah, and yeah. that's what this is. Yeah, it is. I, I think that using this tool or whatever this is really highlighted that the fact that she puts together these squares and these rectangles and triangles, and that's all she does, because it looked like she made it in two hours. It just yeah. it does not look like anything, and using so much of that pink underneath and, and then combined with those shoes that a lot of them were. So th- there are these mules that they're wearing that kind of look like the material in the dress. Right. That have a bunch of safety pins put on them because yeah. punk. Cause Shavi's models wearing the same pair of shoes. And so it's like, I don't, yeah. I don't understand why they chose to use that. But for Melanie, it makes the, it makes that outfit look even cheaper. Mm-hmm. Those shoes. Yeah. I don't know what's happening in the front. I don't know what's happening with this with this fixture f- fixture deal. But also, yeah. where is the necklace? Um, they, I think somebody talked her into taking it off. I, I remember that okay. happening earlier on. They were like, "The necklace isn't working," and that was when she started to go into all the all the um, the oh, yes. straps. Yeah, that was Sergio. Yeah, I think I think she needed that necklace. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. on to Shavi. Next to Shavi. I thought this I thought this was the best outfit of the group. <laughs> I, I think that you're right. I think it's completely fine. Yeah. And it's maybe something that one of the Go-Go's would wear, but I do not think it's something that Cindy Lauper. I mean, there there are aspects of it. Yeah. Maybe the top it, with Yeah, with I the think lace what's part. going on with that sort of Yeah. Um well, and even with that sort of swingy skirt, but I think that there would be something else layered underneath it. Right. You know, like like a pair of pants. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, or or something else. But I think that that's, um, you know, I, I agree with you. I think it's the best look of the of the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, God. So next is, oh, is Sergio. Mm-hmm. This came out and <laughs> I just wrote, I actually wrote uh, you with a bunch of H's because <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know that this is what he was sending down the runway and it the ruffles made no sense. And I was just like, is this, is this like, uh, you know, if we were doing a a whole '80s thing based off of LL Cool J, maybe because 
the closest thing the closest thing I could get was you know maybe like just high fashion Adidas wear <laughs> I mm. mean it's the only thing that made sense and it's his fault because he misused that stripe in the front and I'm like I, oh my god just so many things he misused the stripe in, in all of this and um I don't know. I just thought it was the worst thing in the group. I, I thought this was the worst. I mean, the the only thing I have to say to that, Ernest, is, yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, if we're going to go to LJ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just like, it's, that's, all I could think about was LL Cool J. Really, all I could think of, like, all she needs is, like, one of those, like, newsboy Kangol hats and I mean, some tennis shoes. I mean, the thing about it is that it is, <laughs> like, it's kind of a take on old Hollywood. It's kind of a peignoir. Huh. You know, is that with, this, with, the, with the ruffles in the back? Yeah. Okay. Like, like I could, like, I could see... Like if it was the Joan Crawford challenge, <laughs> might make sense. I nearly choked on my water. <laughs> <laughs> I would love this beat to be a mashup. We, I mean, I feel like this would be a great, a great challenge if you mash up old Joan Hollywood LL with LL Cool, LL cool J cool. and have them have LL Cool J be a guest <laughs> or guest judge. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but also it's like this, like, oh, let's take this, just kind of mash up different periods of Hollywood culture, <laughs> mash it up with, you know, hip hop from the eighties in a very specific and jarring way okay, so, and, and make an outfit that way, makes sense. This is my, this is the way my mind works, Ernest. You say that. And then all, the only thing that's running through my head is mommy Deera said, knock you out. <laughs> Mommy Deera said, knock you out with wire hangers. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm writing this down because I feel like this needs to be documented. I mean, maybe episode title there. <laughs> Although it has absolutely nothing to do with <laughs> I mean, but that says everything about Sergio's outfit. This has nothing to do with the challenge. Sergio's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just regretting it. I think he's the worst person on this on this uh on this cast. But like, yeah, no, it just it really has nothing to do. The shoes are terrible. It's just like, yeah. what are you doing? No, it's all, it's all ridiculous. Ugh. Anyway, okay. Oh, okay. All right. So And on to Da Young. On to Da Young. So I okay. What what were your thoughts on this? I don't like why did why does everybody think that the 80s I mean maybe they're thinking Madonna why does everybody like think that this sort of like um like like lingerie construction mm -hmm. outlining is uh is punk or the 80s I really don't get it but that's yeah. what has going on for her she's got like a black cocktail dress with a bunch of stuff mm -hmm. stuck on it 
I mean, I the only thing uh, going for Dai Young is that the hair and makeup people did great. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I agree that that's like she. Yeah. Yeah. The hair is on point. Looks great. And yeah. and I and I do. I, and I remember this model walking this. And I think because the accessory is all of this, you know, outer lining of. Of a, of a bustier or, or underwear or whatever yeah. and then the chain that goes around the back and yeah. it, it it has some really nice movement to it but it's just like you know the spikes on the shoulders are not enough and yeah. it doesn't look like anything that Cindy Lauper would wear from the get-go like the structure of right. everything it just it, it doesn't look like anything and mm-hmm. she could have used that print or something but yeah, no, it's it's this is probably to me it, it's the the weakest look mm-hmm. in this group. Um, next we have Brittany. Yes, with Fidgen. Yeah, who is bald I mean, and looking great. Fidgen always looks looks baller. Yes, definitely, just amazing. But again, like who? What's with the like Klaus Nomi shoulders? Like like this is not. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. so it's it's okay, and yeah. and uh, I but I hate that color pink. Yeah, it's too much of it. But it's that dusky rose. Like, what is that? Yeah, I mean, it it really is, and and later on we find out that it's iridescent. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, in person it might be some other like shades of something, but. Mm-hmm. I really was kind of surprised that that she didn't incorporate anything else into this outfit, especially with all of her Betsy Johnson mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. here. But, you know, anyway, Betsy Johnson is in Macy's. So yeah. perhaps she designed for that part of it. So, yeah. I don't know. OK, next we have Delvin. Um, Say what you will, but everything here is really well put together. Yeah. I mean, it's like really. Like the the leather bustier mm-hmm. is um, is really finished and mm-hmm. made. You know the skirt look the you know the it's sort of like at least the right nod with the skirt. Right. And I think that what is it? Um, you know, Cindy even says like, "Oh yeah, the kerchief skirt." Mm-hmm. Like Blondie wore that. Yeah. Um, Debbie Harry wore that, you know, it's so there's like, you know, there's, there's stuff to be said for it. I still feel like overall, it really kind of misses the mark. I mean, I think it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like, the thing that seems closest to some of Cindy's stage looks, because you have the kind of flowy flouncy skirt and then Mm -hmm. the the sort of tight bustier but i I would rather it had been like in another color like ugh, i didn't just it's like all this black leather i just it doesn't make any sense to me but yeah i i think this is as far as delvin could go because he could easily have done what melanie did i think the two of them were were people Mm -hmm. i would think would have the hardest time with this Mm -hmm. and and he seemed to, to kind of know where what he was going with and kind of check the boxes of something that looks right. 80s, that kind of looks punk, even has accessories on the um, on the arm there. Mm-hmm. And 
the yeah, Busi... he has sufficient amount of of uh, of uh, bracelets. Yes, <laughs> sufficient amounts exactly. Because I feel like everything can be described in that way, where it's like the kerch- the kerchief chiffon skirt is finished very nicely, mm-hmm. but he pushed himself a little bit with the asymmetry, and then mm-hmm. you know you have the um, the bustier. And it's it's not as if he's gonna go anywhere that's not something that's coming from the palette of this the skirt here. So it's gonna right. match. And then even the even the skirt itself, where I'm like, it could have been fun if he layered something underneath it, like put some tool under there, or even made like a third piece to go over the top. That's mm-hmm. not as just 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 something else that you can just kind of take off. But it's like Delvin colors within the lines so he's yeah. very good at what he does and he's totally fine and yeah. and i guess this I, again i don't want to harp on this over and over again but um i am a crusty old punk like there's <laughs> um the thing to remember about cindy is that like the fashionable people of her time would not be caught dead in public mm-hmm. wearing what she wore yeah and and there's not a single outfit that any of these people sent down that like a fashionable person, they would be fine mm-hmm. like in it. They might not think it's so great, but it's like it's not like they wouldn't be caught dead in it. Right. Right. Exactly. And you think and you look at the outfits that she was wearing and it's like people were like, no, I'm not going to like walk around like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's something that's probably, you know, one of that extra layer of of difficulty for them yeah um, and that's an an internal tension in the show right because right. because all of the people who are judging them have very specific ideas about what punk means to them and what mm-hmm. it what it means in fashion and it certainly doesn't mean upending the idea of a fashion industry right because that's where they all make their money exactly i mean and in, in talking about like making the money like this okay so next we have victoria mm-hmm. who Nina just wants to put her on the cover of Elle magazine now. I know. Like, what is she doing in this competition? Nina wants her off of the off of the runway. Put her in, put her in uh, in the photo shoot. Put her on the cover. Give her everything. So um, this is the next thing that comes down the runway, and it is the same thing from last week and then the mm-hmm. week before, just with a flouncier flounce and a longer asymmetry on one mm-hmm. side. Yeah. <laughs> But I actually thought this looked cheaper out of everything that she's made. It's probably the cheapest looking thing um, only because of I'm pretty sure that's leather. However, mm-hmm. it is that she handled that leather up top. Um, yeah. Maybe it's like a thinner thing or I, maybe it has I, something to do with the I hardware. I think it's not leather. I think it's I think it's faux. Faux. OK. Faux leather. Yeah. OK. Although um, goodness knows they had enough money to buy leather. But I that's mean, like a that's a lot to be able to get and tailor all of that anyway yeah, that's true true i think um, it's a fox a fox leather okay fox a, fo- a fox <laughs> i'm surprised you could find a black fox <laughs> yeah anyway um and then on to jeffrey yes on to jeffrey we will say more about victoria later blah 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 but okay this made me happy mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, also this model is growing on me as well. Uh, Mm Um, there's something wonderfully quirky about her, but, uh, Jeffrey is on a Jodhpur, uh, Mm -hmm. bent 
So last week he had jodhpur sleeves. This this week still exaggerated sleeves and a jodhpur pant. Mm-hmm. And um, but overall, this sort of looks like something that Janet Jackson could wear on tour right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so yeah, yeah. But very very layered and but still in kind of kind of to me more like a uniform, more mm-hmm. gearing towards military. And mm-hmm. definitely in Jeffrey's wheelhouse, something that looks like something that he would make. Um, yeah, it's really clear that he has like the same silhouette all the all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so far in terms of what we've seen and what he's comfortable making. Yeah, definitely. So, um, again, like these big shoulders and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And um, oh, no, I'm going to have to correct the. I'm going to have to correct our um, cheat sheet that I've already yeah, published because I forgot Nancy. I'm <laughs> yeah, so sorry. You did the same thing. Yeah. Nice that you were in a meeting without, I, without including you Nancy. You know what, Nancy? I apologize. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Because I forgot that one team had six people on it. Um, so, yeah. So, Nancy is bringing up the rear here. And, I mean, I thought it was extravagant and unique. And well, as Cindy says, like the one word out of her mouth is different. Different. Yeah. You know? Yes. So um, and that's to, to me, it's pretty much all I could say about it. But it yeah, was one of like those the skirt over the pants. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do not like the top. Like I do. I do not like the fabric that was chosen for that for that sort of top. Mm hmm. Um, but it seems a lot more period than some of the other stuff that's on there. Yeah. I, you know, I think it, I, yeah, no, this, um, this grew on me. Like I, 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 uh, um, at least it was the thing that seemed, um, more in the spirit of, of how, um, Cindy has dressed in the past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I, so. it just looked fun to wear, which I really mm-hmm. enjoyed looking at. Um, all right. So I have to say that when, so, okay. So on the runway, they bring out the models, but whenever they do something like this, that's a collection form, it's sort of like a mini runway at, you know, a major fashion show where mm-hmm. they bring all the models out to, to walk together and mm-hmm. so when they had Team Chaos come out and walk together, I just wrote I just wrote uh oh in my notes because I don't know if it was obvious to you. I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna say, but it was obvious mm-hmm. to me that the winning team was gonna be Team Chaos. Uh yeah, at that point it mm-hmm. was kind of like, Oh, this has been a long fake out. Yeah. Yeah. See, you know, I always have like a rumbling and I kind mm-hmm. of, I felt it. I kind of felt in the edit and I'm like, they're just too comfortable. They're just riding too low. And mm-hmm. what if they pull it together at the end? And this rarely happens. I think in all of Project Runway history, this has happened once where the crazy mm-hmm. team has pulled it off. Usually mm-hmm. it is a team that holds it together and works together and can collaborate and maintain some type of, decorum usually they win but this time it's like it was kind of clear um mm-hmm. so the winning team is team chaos and the losing team is team stripes 
So the winner will come from Team Chaos, and the person going home will will come from Team Stripes. And we do get an amazing shot of Sergio um, with, like, the most intense who-farted face (laughs) on Earth. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because it's just, uh, it just, it's like, how, how, how could this happen? Like, something that could never happen in a million years. Yeah. So Someone just, just cut a huge one (laughs) and 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 he can't believe it he's like it smells like wrong to me yeah 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 Yeah. so yeah because the whole team is so confused and what they do is they call out the top scores from the winning team and the Mm -hmm. lowest scores from the losing team Mm -hmm. and uh the top from chaos is Brittany, victoria Mm -hmm. and jeffrey and mm-hmm. then the lowest scores from Team Stripes is Melanie, Marquise, and Sergio. Mm-hmm. So everyone else is safe. I think Delvin was a little bit mad about that. Mm-hmm. Did not look happy going backstage. Yes. Yeah. And so um, so the rest of everyone else is, is back there to stew. And I think everyone's upset. <laughs> yeah. So we, um, we start off with Victoria in front of the judges. And um, she describes everything. What she was doing is to convey power with a pop of color or or, or whatever. But mm-hmm. Elaine asks her, what was the hardest thing about this to create? And I enjoyed that question, but I was hoping that it was Elaine who was going to try to answer my question as to like, why is Victoria in the top again? And why mm-hmm. is she... Is are you trying to get at that she's making the same silhouette again? So if you've made the same thing for five episodes, was this hard to make? What new things did you learn from last week because of the same? You know, I'm, I don't know. In my head, I'm thinking right. that that's what she was trying to get at. But um, everyone loved this, mm-hmm. and I think the only person who was kind of into, kind of not into it, or kind of whatever, was Cindy Lauper. Yeah, because she looked at the boot and was like, "That's what's modern." about this yeah like that's just a yeah. boot oh uh, um so yeah and then we have jeffrey who mm-hmm. gets to fawn over cindy and tell her you're my inspiration you're my idol and i wanted to make something fun that i that was definitely uh i could pinpoint every single thing as being an inspiration from you mm-hmm. and i think jeffrey is a first one where where Cindy Lauper asks to come up and look at it, mm-hmm. and this is the moment where I was. It was very much solidified to me. This is also why I watched the the uh, the interview afterwards because the way she talked about Jeffrey's pants, uh-huh. um, it very much was like she's made these pants before. Like <laughs> she knows how to mm-hmm. make Jeffrey mm-hmm. pants, and I like the conversation that they had. Um, about how this was modern and, and it seemed like throughout everything Sydney Lauper was just kind of nailing down what makes this something that could be worn today what is what could be worn today what's what's modern rather than es- essentially like what is punk about this right and perhaps that's because no one really got that right here well also Cindy nails when when she's talking to Victoria she goes She's the one who brings up around 1986, everyone started to wear black. Yeah. Which is yeah. like, you know, um, like th- with black with a, with a pop of color. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that is, uh, you know, just pointing out gently that that's like, you know, a, like four years after her style height or her, or, mm-hmm. or two years after her style height, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting because 86 was a, such a specific year mm-hmm. that she used. And I was just like, huh, that's interesting. But and and because I want to know what was it about that year and also when what I don't know what sparked that trend or or I don't know. How, how I mean, it... I feel like it's in part the um, you know, it's it's the back end of the of the Reagan the second Reagan administration, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's the time where um, MTV really was cementing its place as a as like a style arbiter, mm-hmm. and they were the in part the ones that were really pushing that look. Oh, interesting. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I just I think that there's and there's there's a certain extent where people started to have a kind of sense of um, despair and dread. It's the height of the AIDS crisis. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, there's, there's a kind of, um, depression there that is not exuberant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, because overall just, I, I really enjoyed the history that she put in there or even that Mm -hmm. she could explain to them. Um, Mm -hmm. just sort of these, this choice here, this choice there. I mean, she just goes into more detail than I think a lot of the other judges have gone into. And especially with this challenge, mm-hmm. um, pretty much the only, she's the only one essentially to, yeah, mm-hmm. really. Um, yeah. And then we, the last one we have is Brittany and it seems as if from the very get go that Brittany wanted them to also inspect her clothes because everyone was fawning over Jeffrey's stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, but as it got closer, it was kind of, it, it, it looked worse to them and you could kind of tell. Mm-hmm. So they ask her to, you know, turn her model around and there are just some tailoring discrepancies going on. Yeah. Um, that, you know, they probably wouldn't have noticed if they just stay in their seats <laughs> Because, mm-hmm. yeah, and especially someone like Brandon on the panel, I just, it, he just he is the only one out of the, the, the judges who really outwardly didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Just outright. Yeah, he's got some, he's got some stink face on, like, all the time that they're talking to her. Yeah, yeah. Because the cheese stands alone. He smelled something yeah. bad, too. He's like, mm, I don't like cheese. All right. Yeah. Um, now on to the losing team. Oh gosh. So Sergio. Mm-hmm. Sergio is up first and immediately starts defending himself. Mm-hmm. Well, I, or I would say not defending, but affirming himself by yeah. going, you know, y'all might not like it, but I love it. And mm-hmm. Nina, I'm an, I'm an evening wear designer. So this is somewhat out of my comfort zone. Yes. Yes. And also not just an evening wear designer, He's an evening wear designer for the 40 and up because none of them, not Nina, not Cindy, none of them are in his demographic. Right. Because, you know, and it's, it said so many underhanded things, but um, yeah. Nina described this as puzzling, which 
I thought was a great word. Yeah. And, you know, it, it I, I, I think, um, Sergio. Well, also, also when the, when the focus of the challenge mm-hmm. who has been presented to you as the person you should model your style on mm-hmm. all the way through very generously goes like, you got a lot going on and I should know I always have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I'm not one to talk, yes. blah, 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 but I would never wear it. Yes. And, um, and, and so it's like the idea that you're supposed to make something that I would wear. I'm telling you right now to your face, mm-hmm. I would never wear it. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, Sergio then, um, goes like, I tend to dress women 40 and up <laughs> and over. It's like, okay, <laughs> once again, how old is Cindy Lauper? Exactly. Well you into know, her sixties. You, you just said that to a sixty-six-year-old woman. Yes. <laughs> Who you know, and then, and then he's like, "If you don't like it, it's not my problem." Yeah. It's like, well, actually, given the rules of this current competition, if she doesn't like it, it kind of is your problem. It is. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, talk about. I thought this was like a perfect time for a Sydney Lauper pun. It's like, you see, Sergio's true colors are shining yes. through here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like this is the first time he's ever been on, on um in in like the lowest scoring yeah. designers, and it's like it's so blatant. And not even to Cindy Lauper can you be a respectful human being or have mm-hmm. some type of graciousness or pretend pretend that you can take criticism right. from right. you know an iconic celebrity and someone yeah. who is obviously learned in your field and has yeah. sparked a generation of like of a, a, a type of you know I'm like you're speak you're speaking to a style right. fashion icon in your industry and this is how you behave. Well and then we get another five minutes of Brendan trying to translate it into Texas um Texas dressmaker speech. Mm-hmm. Right. Where where he comes back, like we come back from the break and 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 Brendan is like, okay, so you put yourself in the situation, <laughs> which is this competition that we happen to be in right now. Yeah. Where you're supposed to meet certain kinds of criteria. Now, we all have bad looks. When I have a bad look, I go get it and I go, what can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. And like and, and it's just like Sergio is not having it in a very, very deep way that makes me wonder if he's not quite specifically looking for some kind of an edit. I, it, it's like it's so it seems so clueless. Oh, yeah. Wait, that, do that... you wait? Have you because th- I don't think he cares at all. Um, Yeah, no, I don't think he is aware. I don't mm-hmm. think he's aware. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't, maybe that's it. Yeah, I don't think he's someone who's capable of looking for an edit. Um, to me, Sergio screens narcissist. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does seem like that. But it, that's certainly what yeah, we've been. Yeah, but in in a way where it, he's in it's impenetrable because I feel like Brandon was probably the only one who could get to him. You know, you know, with the, their whole Texas connection or whatever. Mm-hmm. But still, it's kind of like. He cannot let any type of criticism get him down because he's always right. And, you know, we'll see that later that he just, it, it, oh God. Anyway, well, we can move on from, from Sergio, but yeah. because we will, we will, you know, spoiler alert, we'll see more from him. Um, 
as opposed to Marquise. Yeah. Oh, who, um, I, you know, and I don't really understand. Uh, what, so Elaine Welteroth goes first and says that what he was doing was too 80s and too on the nose. And I was like, no, it wasn't. I don't agree with that characterization of his outfit at all with those white shorts. But um, the jacket, I think, is the only thing that kind of saved him. But uh, someone pointed out that if you have that with the spikes and it's next to whatever Jeffrey made, then Mm -hmm. it's pretty tough. And Cindy Lauper is bored. She just seems bored by this outfit. Yeah. Um. And then Brandon has to call out everything, calls out things that, you know, we're not able to really see, but there's a hook and eye closure to make matters worse. Um, a hook and eye closure down the front that cheapens it even more, but also something that he, that I think Marquise could have easily hidden those things with the hardware that he wrapped around the model's waist. Um, mm-hmm. But cause to me in that moment, I'm like, I think it's clear that he didn't see anything wrong with that and didn't think to remedy the fact that he didn't have his buttons or didn't find the things that he needed and just kind of went with it. And like Marquise. So I I think Marquise is very laid back in that sense, but um, it, it was, it got called out. Yeah. On this one. Yeah. No, I mean, this was, this was the problem of being like merely only adequate in a, uh, in, in, in a situation where you were sort of stuck on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I can't switch him out with anyone. Like, not even yeah. Diane. Oh, gosh, who was the other one? Oh, because Diane was on the other team. Yeah, there's no yeah. one else on the other team that you could switch him out with. Because next you have the worst. I mean. Melanie. And, uh, I mean, it's just, uh, I would say that Kylie started off her critique in a way that I found to be functioning as Melanie's downfall because she I don't think Melanie has ever been on the runway for judging and the way Kylie started she was like well you know um you just seem to be flying by but even when you're Mm -hmm. safe no one remembers who you are I didn't even know that you were in this competition and (laughs) I chose this because I thought this outfit was horrible but I know that's Asia and I'm like what's your name again (laughs) And so, yeah, for Melanie, it, to me, it was a red flag. I was like, Melanie, you got to save yourself because they're going to eliminate you, girl. This looks like it sounds as if they're done with you. Well, and also Melanie does not help at this moment. No, she doesn't. Because because then we get um, Brandon like <laughs> launches in on his thing and is like, God. your accessory is darling it's beautiful it's totally great it would be totally yeah, fun for great. anybody to who would buy it at and he does not finish the sentence Mm-mm. and melanie leaps in and goes mervyn's oh like... and 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 that really is like the moment <laughs> that that is that is her like going like all right i'm just i am committing ritual suicide in front of you yes like i like i know i'm going home at this moment yeah yeah like she, yeah, she just like, she's, she, um, what do you call it? Like went full throttle on that pedal and just like, yeah, yeah. The and cart she just went straight like, to the brick she's wall. just like, here, allow me to handle, <laughs> allow me to hand you a knife. 
and then and 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 Brendan like is like thank you, and then he goes like yes, Mervins, Mervins. Who it's doesn't, like, who love, doesn't Mervins? love Mervins? And I was like, damn it, no one loves Mervins. It's out of business. Like that's how <laughs> right, little people love right. Mervins. It's not even around right. anymore. I'm like Melanie, right. you could even chose like Dillard's or yeah. Lauren Taylor. Just pretend, pretend. Yeah, um, yeah. And and then it comes down to Cindy to be like uh, to um, to just, you know, twist, <laughs> twist that knife because she goes like she calls out the tube dress for yes. being a tube dress. Yes. And then she says that garment that you have on top of your on, on top of your tube dress, <laughs> um, you know, is uh, what does she say? The garment that you have on no top structure. of your tube dress, it has no structure. It's got no, so it's like, yeah, it's, it's a bunch of rectangles basted together. Yeah. She's like, it just looks like a bunch of little like things flopping around like a car wash. Yeah. And I'm like, you're, yeah, yeah, you're so right. And maybe it would have been worse if she had that necklace on top of it. Cause that would have been flopping around too, like a car wash. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no. And, and, and poor Melanie is like, well, you know, I just oh, I thought, 80s and it's kind of like yeah. oh you're sitting in front of Cindy Lauper and, and Cindy's like yeah. don't blame the 80s yeah it's not their fault you're the mess <laughs> yeah well clearly also you don't know what the 80s were actually like given on what you given what you presented here yeah 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 well so you know after so that backstage thumping, all the designers leave and they go back and you know, Dai Young meets Sergio with some mm. much needed advice, but of course, you know, he's a he's a wall of narcissism. Yeah. And she's like, I think you should have stopped talking. And Sergio, who is a jerk, was just like, No, 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 uh uh-uh, uh, no. I said what I need to say because you know, if they don't like it, that's their problem. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I think it's great if they're confused by what I make because that just means that I am changing the world. Ugh. Yeah. 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 I think because Sergio's definitely getting the delusional fool edit edit mm-hmm. this round, and um, and in that last thing he says it to Brittany because the 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 edit kind of gets even worse because he he and Brittany you know the Texans backstage are right. are talking to one another, and the judges in front are talking about um the highest scoring team. And they do their thing that they've done every week, which is cut out the the uh, the worst of the best. Mm-hmm. And the first person to go is Brittany. They all agree that she's way below the top yeah. two, which are Victoria and Jeffrey. And then they yeah. cut to Sergio talking to Brittany in the back, telling mm-hmm. Brittany, you know what, Brittany, I think out of everyone, yeah. your look was the strongest. If I were a yeah. judge, then I think that you should win because yours was the most punk and the most pop or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Also, you're willing to sit next to me and talk to me yeah. at this moment <laughs> where everybody saw me make a fool of myself on the runway. <laughs> because oh. you're not willing to sit next to Nancy, who yeah. is having a fight with you. Yes, exactly. About He's not you being happy. a mean girl. Yeah, yeah. Total, total mean girling. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, the, 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 the judges, I, you know, this is a thing and this is, this is an ongoing conversation on social media and on our Facebook page. Victoria is in the top two again. And, mm. 
uh, everyone, I would say Cindy and Carly clearly love Jeffrey. And I think we're Mm -hmm. vying for him to be the top and the winner. And then Mm -hmm. to me, Brandon says something that made me want to throw, I don't know what, at the screen where he goes, yeah, you know, Jeffrey's great, but I have seen a version of this many times. And I'm like, but you just praised Victoria for sticking to her guns and and staying true to herself. And she's also made the fifth straight outfit that 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 we've seen. And can we have I don't know, like you can you can put in some like some editing backup footage of every single outfit that Victoria's made and line that up and not necessarily with maybe. Yeah, maybe with Jeffrey as well. But I don't know what the criteria is anymore or why Victoria is getting a pass as someone who is is allowed to repeat herself. But Jeffrey can't. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand. It feels very confusing and blatant that someone somewhere has decided that Victoria is all right. And that um, I'm wondering if that's also Nina Garcia, because this is where Nina goes like, I could take Victoria's outfit right now and put her on the cover right. of Elle magazine. And it's like, okay, I yeah. think, I think Nina is Victoria's champion in this yeah. competition. And it's really kind of, hovering over how she's being judged because honestly I was like I can't believe she's I can't believe that there is a question between Victoria and Jeffrey so I don't Mm -hmm. know yeah and Brandon yeah I mean it we could it could end up being a situation where like Victoria like like it all comes down to Victoria making a collection and then being like like okay but you've shown us this over and over again yeah how are you going to you know, and that's how, how are you going to give us something new for the collection? Yeah. I mean, because I that's why I didn't choose her for my bracket over Sergio, Ugh. which I'm I'm still regretting. I would love to be in the situation where I'm mad that she keeps making the same thing. But I was predicting that by the fourth episode, if she did the same thing, which she did, that someone would say, you can't keep doing this. I, we think we think it's great, but we want to see more. And that hasn't happened yet. I'm just surprised that we've gotten this far and she hasn't gotten that critique yet. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so any anything else to say about this judging time? No, I'm, I, I think it's. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have um, a winner. And who is the winner this this week? Our winner is indeed Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yay. I'm so happy for him. Cause I think as an extra dig to the losing team that once they announced that Jeffrey was a winner, that he turned the actual color of magenta that the, <laughs> <laughs> that the other team should have, should have, should have chosen. And mm-hmm. then um, gets to hug Cindy Lauper who mm-hmm. to me, I feel like I really, I just really love Cindy from this, from this appearance because it feels like Jeffrey goes, can I give you a hug? And she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a hug. It's fine. And she, I'm like, I'm not getting up. You come down here and you hug me. So, yeah. so Jeffrey and Victoria actually gave her a hug. Um, and then Nalen, who goes home this week? Um, It's right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's, it's slipping um, my mind. Oh gosh. Uh, I'm sort of, like watching and like, I'm, I'm trying to remember like I think she was asia's designer i remember asia 
But then who was sitting next it, to her? It is um it of course it's Melanie. Oh, oh, of and, course. And I'm sorry, you know, like Melanie's in her like you know, farewell backstage thing and she's um clearly crying and clearly emotional mm-hmm. about it and I don't and and yes, I mean these are big moments for folks. It's not it's not really there to make fun of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I do, I, I mean, I do feel like this is really what she was cast for in this way that seemed really clear from the get go. Yeah. And you you predicted, you predicted episode four and we got to episode five with her. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, I think if we didn't have a Tyler, (laughs) we just kind of had like a, a, a long bench of people who could be the sacrificial lambs before mm-hmm. Melanie. But I think, I, I think you're, you're, you're dead on. Like there's no way I think four or five was just a perfect time for her to go. Um, and you know, no way was she making it to the latter half where now we have mm-hmm. 10, like the top 10, like she just wasn't going to, yeah. going to make it there. Yeah. But again, you know, Cindy Lauper is amazing and gives her some, parting words that you know um are poignant all the time that every failure has been a part of her success so take what you learn from here and then just move on move mm-hmm. on just just go ahead so so yeah we're at the end of the episode Naylan. indeed <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i i just feel like uh the episodes are getting really complicated in terms of just process, which is what I like. I like to talk about yes. that because, we ha- and, and we have a lot of opinions. Yes, we do. We do. We're, we're artists. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's what we do. <laughs> or I should say all artists do that, but I would say that uh, we're artists who like process. <laughs> yeah. So really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, but before we go, Nalan, any last words, anything that you would like to share with the listeners and how can the listeners find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at um, Nalan Blake, all one word. A very weird thing just happened. Um, there's uh, a couple of days ago, um, as you're listening to this, there was a there was a sort of a day on Twitter for people to use the hashtag I'm uh, I'm non-binary oh. um, to talk about their um, their uh, their gender presentation. Mm-hmm. And um, I posted, uh, you know, I, I, I posted a picture of myself using that hashtag and sort of talking about my experience and with uh, relationship to gender and mm-hmm. and also really talking about um uh, my gratitude for, you know, people who have helped me to understand my relationship to gender through their own sorts of explorations. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and this particular tweet has like, uh, blown up in a way that I have never experienced before. It's a little daunting, but, but, uh, it has been shared around a lot. Oh, so, that's amazing. Yeah. So, um, that has been like a kind of lovely thing that, that, that has happened. And I've been very moved by, um, people who've written back and, 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 uh, and people who've shared it. So that's, 
that's a kind of wonderful thing. Oh. Twitter is usually like a double-edged sword. This yeah. was a very nice um, moment of of being reflected in it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, if you want to see um, what I'm wearing on occasion or what I'm looking at on other at other times, you can go to my Instagram, which is uh, Nayland W. Blake, all one word, on Instagram. Um, if you are on the West Coast or in the Los Angeles area, this is the last two weeks to catch my show. Um, no wrong holes at the ICALA. And on the 26th of the month, um, we will be uh, having my first international intergenerational gender discard party uh, at Zebulon. Um, so we encourage all of you to bring your gender related baggage um, to that event. And we're going to exchange things and discard things and and basically play around and mess with gender. Um, so I hope I get to see folks out there for what will be like a really fun party. We'll have guest DJs. It'll yeah. be like, I think it'll be like a fun dance night. Yeah. And Nez, where can people find you? Oh my goodness. So um, you can find me at Zebulon on January 26th. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited. I will be there. Um, but also you can find me on the interwebs at Ernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E, on my website, ernezdavis.com. And um, I'm, you know, I'm just going to keep sharing my wonderful, wonderful artists I work with at the Joe Mitchell Foundation and their, in their early art practitioners program. And the title of their exhibition is In the Absence of, um, and I'm going to say their names, is Nicole Adames, Albany Andalus, Jachina De Leon, Lily Fay, Alana Sears, Manu Sheik, Dunesca Sunet, Gabriel Vasquez, and Audremia Wardlow. I'm so proud of these artists and it's at 137 West 25th street, second floor. So Yay. the link will be there. Um, they're up fantastic. until the 28th and they're just, I, it's just, I'm just so proud of them. So gonna, you know, mm-hmm. uh, promote them until the show's down. And then as they continue their careers, because they're getting ready to show together again. And so just really proud of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, we've said it a couple of times, like during the midst of this go, Go watch some Cindy Lauper videos. Oh my gosh! She really please do. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, especially now, and you know, like it's it is, ugh. you know, even just having it on the background, but um, at the same time, just I don't know. Like again, like I I loved having her on this episode as a judge, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's it's nice to kind of have that as um a way of I don't know, like kind of kind of. I don't know. Yeah, a lot's going on in the world right now. It's just wonderful to have that and yeah. um and to and to bring some 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 amazingness. So Yeah. Yeah. Even even her anger is very joyous. Oh yeah. Yeah. It makes me want to go to a thrift store to lower my blood pressure. I know. I mean it's I, this is I didn't say this during the thing, but it's like it would have been a little too on the nose for this to be the thrift store challenge because that is exactly what her aesthetic yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, so fun. It would be great to have her in a thrift store with you. But last week was great with Carla, Carlo Welch. But, oh, yes. Lopper in the thrift store with you would be great. Yeah. All right. I mean, a little competitive. I know. I, it's like <laughs> I, I, we would both be, like, finding things and hiding them. 
Although most of the stuff that she could wear, I couldn't necessarily fit into. But still. I kind of love that. Like going in and then hiding and go, okay, I don't want to show them this because I want it. (laughs) Of course. course. Great. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Um, right. uh, Lovely talking to you. Lovely talking to you too, Naylin. And thank you listeners for listening with us. And we'll see you next week. So until then, we'll say bye. Bye. Bye.